What up, what up? We're back for another episode of the Argon Brothers Podcast, episode 13. Fellas, how you doing today? We good, baby. We Gucci. It's been a long time. I feel like we've been gone forever. Yeah, it's been gone for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, it feels it's like been, it. Has it been a couple of weeks? We didn't oh. do nothing last week. It was, it was only one week. week. One week. Right? Yeah. So one week. It feels like long. Oh, a couple weeks for you. <clears throat> yeah, for long. Yeah, yeah, a couple, was out. yeah, a couple weeks for me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Was it a couple weeks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah a couple weeks. Yeah, a couple How your week been me. going? It's been going good? Easy breezy, baby. Quick week. How are you about yourself, man? Yeah, I'm good, bro. You know the weather. The fourth? The fourth was chill, man. Ain't really. I went down to the harbor. Had my son, you know, that weekend, weekend. They did the little fireworks at... At uh, Bay, Bay Sox Stadium. Oh, no, so no. I can just see them shit from the house. So. Bay Sox? Was oh, that Bowie? Bowie, 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 Bowie Bay Sox. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, it was chill, bro. Yeah, bro, we got to do the upcoming show we ain't never do, too, I guess, from the 4th to the, uh, <laughs> the difference between the 4th yeah, 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 and yeah. Uh, was it between Juneteenth? Well, listen, you playing it, we're there. Yeah. Right, you know what I mean. Convo with keep we're Instagram away. I give it ready to get the, get everybody pictures, put the fly out, <laughs> beaming out. So there, there it is, fellas. You know we got to. I mean, folks, we got a show coming. Yes, yeah. sir. I already know we just told you to tell you the topic, so you be, be, better get ready for it. That's our yeah. versatility, baby. All right, man. So let's get into what we got going on with the sports. We got a guest today. We got Tariq Robinson. So this is gonna be a good look. We're gonna talk to him about a lot of things he got going on. But before that, we got to talk about what's going on with these NBA finals. It's your bucks. It's, hey, listen, they my bucks. They my bucks. I like the Suns too. Don't get it wrong. I just feel like matchup wise, personally, I feel like the Bucks is a better. Is it should be? It should be a more competitive matchup, in yeah, my opinion. No doubt. Right. So we're gonna go around the round table real quick and just get your thoughts initially about the first two games of the of the finals. Yeah, man. I mean, Phoenix putting on a clinic, bro. Just from the ball moving, man. The passing. Crowder didn't have a big game in the first game. Then Mikael Bridges come back in game two, give me 27. Like, and, and it's just tough because, like I said, Milwaukee just can't get going with Drew Holiday. Middleton kind of turned it around in the second half of the second game, but they need all first three of them. First game. Yeah, first game he started playing. But even second game he struggled yeah. early, then he kind of started hitting some, some shots. shots. But they need Drew Holiday, bro. They brought that boy there for a reason. Right? They brought him there to be that, that 3 and D guy, play the D, but still give you 17, 18. And I think if they give him that, I think they can win a two, one or two games. 
But game three is a must win because if not, they're going to get swept. Um, but the ball movement, it comes down to Chris Paul, bro. Chris Paul is carving them boys up on that pick and roll, bro. It don't matter who on them. Game one, they put Tucker on him, which I didn't like that matchup on him because it's just, just wasting a good defender. Like, Tucker's not a good on-ball defender. He's more aggressive being fighting like he was fighting with KD. So I would put him on Booker that they did in the second game. But so far, bro, they, they, Booz and Holder don't have no answer for what Monty Williams don't get in them terms, dog. It's just like the Bucks is like, all right, Giannis, hit a ball, top of the key, go make a play. Middleton, hit a ball, go take a play. Drew Holiday, come out, pick and roll, shoot, bad shot. Phoenix, they moving the ball. They hitting the mid-range. They kicking it to the corner. They don't have that shot in the corner. You saw the ball moving on one play, bro. They passed about about seven times, bro, on that eight and, and one. It's just the Bucks just, bro, they just look like a team that just not well coached. I mean, we've always talked about Booze holder as a bad coach, and I think it's really showing up big time tonight. I mean, it's this series because they're not giving them nothing, bro. It's, it's tough, bro. Like, Giannis giving them everything Giannis can give them, but at the same time, Giannis can't do it all. You know, Giannis can't give him everything, but he's doing what he can on the bad knee. I don't even think his knee really healthy, but he's gutting it out. And I, just for me, I think Phoenix, bro, just got too much for him, dog, and it might be too much to overcome. Yeah, uh, you hit a lot of good points on there. The thing is showing, too, is I don't know what type of team Milwaukee is on offense. If I was a coach, I would run my offense through Middleton and uh, – and, and, and uh, what's his name? Drew Holiday. Because you know Giannis going to get his points, right? And you don't need set plays for Giannis, but they got to come out actually running set plays. Because right now, like, I don't even know what type of offense y'all run. It's like everybody take a chance. Everybody go make a play. It's like. <laughs> your turn, my well, turn, your turn, my it's turn. It's like the dumbest. They play so dumb to me. You got Brooke Lopez, who's a good post player. Why you got him out there? But uh, at the three-point line, I don't understand. That's you what he what do, saying? though. I mean, that's kind of what no, he that's, do. That's what he do. But when he's in the paint, once you saw when Giannis got hurt in the Atlanta series, he was in the paint. That's how they start killing Atlanta because yeah. they was ki- killing them because they were too small. But I just don't – I mean, person, I think they got to just start running the offense through Drew and, and early to get them off going early to get them in the offense sets. Not they did, just they did get a that. ball. <laughs> no, not just – No, they did get, do that. No, no, I'm saying – they wasn't running sets. It's more, oh, yeah. we're going to pass you the ball, go and figure out how to score. <laughs> not He's not making it up, easy for him. Not setting up stuff to get him in a sweet spot, running plays to get him coming all pinned down, post up on Chris Paul. None of that. It's like, all right, here go, you go, go make a play. Yeah. Not just saying that. They need to start coming up with a, a game plan to get Militant and, and Drew in their sweet spot, like running actually sets. I don't see no sets. It's clear the pass, Johnny go straight ahead for yep. it. All right, we're going to get the ball to uh, Middleton on the elbow, two dribble. Because Phoenix got guards that can play defense. Yep. They, they, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like the Brooklyn series where you can take advantage of their guards on offense. They, these guys are going to make you work. Gonna have a, and if you ain't running no set to free them up, put, they're going to have a hand in your face. They're going to get gritty. So, and that's the thing. People look at Phoenix. Phoenix was top, I think, three or four all year in defense. Right, but, and that's where you attack Booker. But but that's what I'm saying. But if Booker, you ain't run, the, out of if, all of them on defense, Booker the worst but, one. But if you ain't running sets to expose him, yep. you just sitting at the top of the key now to help slide over in the paint. The help can come. Well, you got to now kick it or settle for a shot. That's what I'm saying. So they got to come up with a game plan and game because Giannis gonna get his 25, 30 points without running sets. But yeah. the other ones you got to run sets. Even I like the uh, even though the kid 
he he's not a great defender, but he can hit shots and make Chris Paul and them stay honest. Or uh, Forbes. Forbes. He need to play a little more in this series. They ain't get nothing off their bench. Yeah, because Connaughton don't give him a little bit. So more. I would play four more. Even I might come out and put him in the starting lineup. And See, who you take out, Brook? I would take out Brook Lopez. Go small with Giannis at the five. Like you got to try something right now. Since we got it, guys, we got to keep this a little short, man. Yeah. So I think everything you're saying is 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 to a certain degree spot on. Um, but there's more to it. I mean, Buzal is getting out coached. We've always saw that. Phoenix really, in my opinion, only did one thing. They won two games at home. Uh, yeah. Whether 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 they whether it, it always the series starts when they win the when but, you win the road. They done beat them four times. I know people like that's the regular season, but they done played four times. Uh, and Milwaukee ain't won a game yet. Like something you look at. <laughs> yeah, but that 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 doesn't mean anything. I think I the Clippers had. I think the Clippers beat the Suns almost like two, three, or four times out of this out of the series in the regular season. Yeah, but we they saw won what a happened. Game, I'm saying these people ain't won a game yet. Eh, I'm not really worried about that part. I feel like. The style of play, I mean, I mean, Coach Buzz got to make a change. Brooke Lopez, I've been screaming this for like four series, three <laughs> series. Now he, you can't, you can't play Brooke Lopez and Giannis on the floor at the same time. It takes away from Giannis in a certain sense, and it takes away from Brooke Lopez. He's just standing around the three point line. Then what happens is you have all these different matchups going back down on defense, and he and Brooke Lopez always get caught in a bad matchup, yep. and he sits in the lane. He does not want to come out, nope. and Giannis is caught in a bad matchup because he's playing the four. And they're playing uh, at the bridges, or they're playing crowd at the four. Yep. So it's just it's a problem. You can't you can't run that. So somebody's got you got to eventually say to yourself, "Hey, listen, we can't play both of y'all. We got to figure it out." Even I would say maybe playing uh, fours. I've said play Forbes a little bit more because you Forbes can stop running fours off these screens. He's his shot selection is awful. And JJ Reddick coming out with them pick knocking. It's not that he's <laughs> but his shot selection is awful. So play more. Let. Play, play so he gives Giannis space. If you have fours and fours start hitting some shots, especially, you could put him out there. Giannis can kick it out to him. He's hitting threes. Connaughton is a sh- I, don't, I don't care if he hit four threes the other day. He's awful. <laughs> yeah, he's and he makes the dumbest plays. Like, you watch the play where he threw the ball. It was, a, it was a fast break. They switched out to him. He didn't shoot it. He tries to throw the ball across the middle. The guy picked the ball off. He was standing right there. I don't think it was Aiden. I think it was somebody else. I think it was Bridges. Was Aiden because Aiden was just running back. I mean, he was yeah, still, he yeah. was literally standing right there in front of. Him. I'm like, why did you throw that pass? It's literally, and they were only up by and at the time six, they were up by points. six. six so you score right there, you cut it down to four. You the Phoenix stuff under pressure. Come on, man. That, it's just they play dumb basketball. They play they play like Middleton. I don't care if you Middleton get the offense going tonight. Do you see Middleton shots list awful? But Period. I'm saying they don't help him out with the system. No, 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 no. Give him something easy. Milton, yeah, Milton he has on, something bro. easy. They came down the fast break. It was 17 seconds. He comes down there. Shot he doesn't up. let the offense set up. He just shoots a shoot a three. It barely hit the rim. His shot selection is awful. Drew, Drew Hardy's shot selection wasn't bad in the first quarter. He just kept missing layups. Yeah. Those left-hand layups weren't going in. And I wasn't mad at that. I was like, okay, he's just missing layups. But – Man, like you got sixteen offensive rebounds and you lose by ten points, yeah, like that bad. don't make sense, man. That's like bad, though. that just that just tells me right then and there that one of the pitbacks you're putting and not make, they're not going in, and you're not dominating the game like you should. Young should not have forty two, and the next man has eleven. Yeah, you call that man Batman. He is, bro. He he been nah, up and down. Nah, 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 nah. When they win, when they win, uh, is it, when they win, it's because of Middleton. Middleton. It's, yes, yes, it is. Yes, when Middleton go off like he you're did in the Brooklyn series, you yeah. won. Yes. No, you're saying Brooklyn and no, 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 no. No, you're saying it like he's the best complete. No, 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 no. You're saying it like because they win, it's just because of his play, and that's not true. 
Giannis is still averaging 30 points. Yeah, but Middleton without, is no, the X factor to no, go off no, of them no. to win. Yeah. But if you pull Giannis 30 away, what do they do? Giannis was going out of the end of the day. What was Middleton in, in the Brooklyn series, the game seven? How about game one or two? Um, he struggled. He struggled. But, 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 but I'm talking about to get, they wouldn't even go, went to game seven one for Middleton. They would not went to Middleton. They went with the game seven if it wasn't for Giannis. Okay, right. Well, so you're saying it like you're no, but you're saying that X factor, exactly, dog. No, you're he saying he's a closer. He's supposed to be. He's, he's the second that, best player on the right, team. Right, but it seems like when he don't play well, they lose. So that's his problem. That's what I'm saying. So, so when they win, he no, go for thirty. No. They seem to be winning. It ain't no such. You know no. why, right? Because he's their closer. No, he's gotta be the one hitting no, the shot. An X factor. No, an X factor is Bobby Portis. Yeah, I mean, yeah, X Factor is like your role player. Kind of it. That's a role player. You a star player. I should expect twenty to twenty five points from you every single game. True. That's not X Factor. True. That's expectations. But I'm just saying, you acting like this dude don't have expectations. He should. He should. He should have. He got it. So, so there's no such thing but I'm as just saying when he goes, the team goes. That's all I was saying. No, the whole damn. But they need because it. He's, he's the they, second best player. He's their best player when it comes with six minutes left in the game. Well, that's, he, that, but that, what the fuck was he at the last game? He had been he missing the last well. two games. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's all. I'm I saying. don't care what he is about. That dude ain't doing what he's supposed to be doing. And that, and that's why you can't really. And that's why people might say Giannis is a Batman. Because I mean, with a Robin six, with six minutes. Because you can't really give him the ball oh, down the, the stretch and minutes, make a you play. Can't, you can't. Like, unless he getting it no. and forcing his way through the players. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard then, for Giannis. But then you gonna get fouled and you can't make free throws. Giannis had Giannis had twenty points, twenty points in the in the third quarter. He went off. Oh, oh, oh. Twenty points in the third quarter. He had ten in the fourth. He had eight in the last five minutes. He rolled. Dog. How many points did Milton have? But that's why they lost. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> he doesn't play well. He like, playing he's well, dog. So, he's so you can't be a Batman if you don't play well all the but time. But Bud has to help him get yes. some better Man, listen, shots, he does. dog. No, Bud put him on the post. Bud had him on the front. On the front. When, Bud when, ain't running no stuff. No, when that man ran the pick and roll and dude stripped the ball from behind, why you don't know that dude right behind you? Yeah, I mean, he got the ball stripped from behind. Listen. Get him a layup or two. I'm or tired of Middleton. Right? Excuses are tired. Middleton, we're tired of excuses, bro. You got to play ball. Drew Holiday, you point shaving. <laughs> yeah, Drew struggling. You bro. point shaving, man. You are awful. Drew look like he You point shaving, man. Like, it don't even make sense. Yeah, because he's never had a playoff run. This yeah, his, his legs look like they shot, dog. It shouldn't. And he been guarding the best. It shouldn't. Chris Paul making that boy work, bro. Yeah. And make him work then. Yeah. Yeah. It don't matter. Well, it don't matter. Checking. And Chris Paul not even checking the ball. He checking like. No, he's checking. Uh, uh, what's uh, called? He got to come out. Uh. That's who Chris Paul is. He checking the corner. He, Chris no, Paul no, chilling. He checking what's the dude hit the corners and hit the shots. And Tucker. PJ, PJ Tucker. He's chilling. PJ Tucker's giving him nothing. Yeah. Yes. He's need to come out the starting line. And if I see that dude break down the court, <laughs> why are you leaking out? Yes. It was it was two re- it rebounds that he. Anyway. It was two or three rebounds. Yes. If he just would have stayed in there, he would have got the rebound. PJ Tucker. He leaked down the court and then walked back down. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what is you doing? That's who's giving you nothing. He's not he's not stopping nobody. He no. ain't scoring. He's just out there. Nah. He's just uh, out there. It's like, yo, and, like. And Chris Paul chilling because they got Chris Paul on him. Mm-hmm. He's going to go sit in the corner and he ain't making the corner three. So he he made, gotta come out. He it's made he yes. made one corner three in the first quarter in game two, and then he was a no show. Yeah. And I'm looking at I, I saw a rebound. I'm like, okay, why rebound leaks out? Hits the ball. Yeah. He's down the court. Yeah. I'm like, why is this dude down the court? He need to come out. He should never be down the court. Yeah, he's not giving him nothing. He's not giving, him, he's giving him, nothing. him nothing. I'm just like him and, and, and he Brooke. not even going Booker like tight because, like he was taking KD because they putting that pick and roll on. But they Phoenix smart. They run a set. They're going to get the pick and roll. Yeah, they come and pick off. But they run the pin downs. 
But they run that double screen. They, they run that double stack of screen. They run it, and they run it with book and book peeled. But even when book peeled off and hit a three at the top of the key, Tucker's supposed to be good. Tucker went with his guy, the other guy. Look, if you just stay on, don't switch. Why are you even switching? switching. You don't have to. They're not force you to switch. Fight over the pick. What happened to fighting over the pick? Yeah, it'd just be easy just, to switch. It's too, it's what, too easy. I don't nowadays. know what the NBA play defense these days. What, they bro, don't want that contact, though. Bro, you fight over the pick. Nobody, yeah. nobody fights fight no over more. The pick. They yeah, just everybody everything. just switch it. They're going to let their big everything. man get ate up off yeah. the But you can't blame Brooke Lopez when you put me on an island with a Chris Paul. I'm 7'2", and you asking me to go up there. But Chris Paul don't even want to get to the paint. But that's the point. Right, he Chris Brogy, he just won't get to that mid that range, fifteen yeah. footer, yes. be able to get some separation and shoot. The and if kids watching, he's not even trying to get to the. And if kids watching, there you go. You don't have to shoot threes, bro. Just work on your mid range game. You don't yeah, have so to come legal. out here shoot threes, bro. Because even Booker not a real <laughs> yeah, great deep point shooter. Booker mid range assassin. He'll make a couple. Chris Paul will make a couple of threes. Yeah, but they don't hot. just. They just don't take threes. It's not their game. Like yeah. they know they limitate. They're not just out there chunking them. Is either bridges and that will be or frustrating. Easy to, uh, and that would be frustrating. Crowder. That'd be frustrating me with 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 Brooklyn with with, with uh, Milwaukee, bro. Like, bro, they, they just, giving you threes for a reason. Yeah, like my coach said, you. you're open for a reason. Like, punish <laughs> that should be punishing them in their pain. I don't bro. mind a three point shot if it's inside outside. Like you, you, Giannis should never. You know take they know. I'm not listen. He should never if it's take open, bro, take he it. Pulled no, a, bro. He pulled a. He pulled. He was one for he five. No, he should never take it. He was one for he five. He let the defense off the hook. When yeah, he everybody the says that, but, but he was one for five. He's making. He was one for five and threes. He's hit, he didn't hit. He hit, he didn't hit with the five. Once you take that percentage all day, one for five. Yeah, but I mean, but that one for five still with the forty-two. Uh, no, that's still that. First of all, it was he shot that. I think he shot two or three in the second half when he was rolling. Yeah. So I'm not mad at that. He was rolling. Hot, I mean, so he was hitting. He, he never had from three. But he was hitting. Yeah, he, he, was, felt, he feeling good. But he was hitting step back three. I mean, that's step back three. So he was hitting. Uh, he was in a fadeaway two. But he, that he normally that doesn't mid, do. But he can get to that mid range anytime because when he drives, they bad back. And then they, 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 they not coming up with pressure with 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 uh what you want to say force on force. They are backing back. So yeah. you can come real quick, stop, pull up. That's what he got to work well, on. Is that, is that the best thing for him? Yeah, but, but that's think, what he got to work on. But if, I, if he's mixing this game up, I ain't mad at the kid. Is I, I would see him like the he's, work he's got on so much game. growth. Yeah, he, uh, he, the kid's oh, he's got tremendous growth. And everybody does under, he's only 26. Right, so he got, like, people don't realize he's got tremendous I would like growth, to see him get like, if he back into the bed, a little jump hook. Just yeah. something easy. But he did it. Right, he so showed the jump hook the other day. Right, I'm saying, just be Sometimes I think Giannis doesn't, I think sometimes Giannis doesn't, doesn't, is his confidence is in in that move and always there? Mm-hmm. But then I also watched him when he was yelling at Drew Holiday, "Give me the ball!" Yeah. And Drew Holiday, what the hell he was Drew, looking Drew, at? Drew, he was looking over there somewhere at the bench, and then he kept looking, looking, and dude, he finally threw it to him, and he came in, gave a jump hook, yeah. laid it up. Like when you rolling like that, and Giannis got to go talk to a, a psyche. <laughs> he at the free throw line, bro. He in his head, bro. You shooting the air balls. He's shooting the better throw. when they count down, no, bro. You shooting the air balls. shooting better when they count down. I saw. Like, he, like, was like, he need to go talk. He to was eleven for eighteen. That ain't bad. I take that. And I ain't mad at that. I take that. I watched Shaq do shit. Eleven for eighteen. I, I saw Shaq do that. Bro, I saw a lot of players bro, do that. I'm not mad at it. Shaq shoot an air ball like Who? every game, bro. I don't care if he shoots an air ball. It's a miss free throw. It don't matter. Air ball, not an air ball. But air ball is a miss free throw. it is. It is. It's free throw. It looks bad, but it's a missed free throw. Bruh, nobody's I'm, guarding you. You can't hit the rim. Hey, man, bro. listen. I don't care if you shoot the air ball. 
I'm more focused on it. If he can get me, he can give me over fifty percent of shooting from the free throw line. I'm cool with that it. Ain't mm-hmm. That ain't winning, bro. I'm like, I'm cool with I it. I need at least sixty. No, at least sixty-five. Well, eleven. Eleven is eleven. No, I'm saying eleven eighteen is, 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 is a good. It's over there. Like, no, he should be shooting seventy percent from the free throw line, and and, and that's and that's just and he has a nice that's stroke. Not, that's not even great. That's just who. Like deep. So what? What player outside of Katie? Shoots over seventy percent of six, seven foot tall. So I, I just said it. Who? What's out, what other player outside of where? Who? No, it's a lot who? of people who? shoot seventy. Who? Shit, Kyrie. Kyrie. No, 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 no. No, it's not what I said. No, I, no, no. I said who outside of of Katie, who's six <laughs> eleven, shoots over seventy percent. Oh, saying oh, that the height wise, oh. Brooke Lopez. No, oh, that's Brooke Lopez. Brooke. Uh, so we're talking Aiden. Aiden. We're talking about seventy percent. Entirely. Name another one. Give me five. Okay, Brooke Lopez. Aiden. I'm, I'm trying to uh, go, just get big man's in my six. Uh, uh, Ingram. 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 He played a Ingram. He played a two. But it don't matter. He played a two. Come on, man. What he said? Big man. He said. He's talking about big man. Big man. Well, KD really ain't a big man. If you want to, but go he still, there, he still, he played a four and a three too. But, but all right, then you gotta give us more criteria. Yo, Zion only shoots sixty percent, bro. He's six five. Okay, but I'm just that's the only Zion. That all these niggas should be shooting seventy percent. No, 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 they don't. If Zion don't give me eleven for eighteen, I take it. No, eleven for eighteen is good for him. I, I take that. That's a great night for him. But he, I, I take it. A, I say average. Yeah, I mean, he, he shooting like 40%. And he has a solid stroke. It's he not like it's shit like, bad. The dude shooting like 40% from the free throw I think line, it's confidence. Bro. He need to go talk to somebody. I think it's no. confidence. He airballed at home. Yeah, I think it's confidence. It don't matter where he at. It's confidence for him. That's what I'm saying. It's confidence it's, in him. He's in his head. Because it, it's his stroke. He's trying to shoot yeah. so perfect. Yeah, he and I think that's why it comes up short. And go to one, it two. He shoot better when it comes down. He's he, better count down. Only thing I look at him and I say sometimes he's waiting. He's, he, he takes too long for him to get to that shot. And the yeah, ain't, and, and yeah, you just get take, it and go. And you can't take that long. They get him way too long. Oh, he can take for the ball. He bro. can do what the fuck <laughs> he want. He'll take about twelve seconds. I ain't no, worried about bro. them shooting no twelve seconds. Call, bro. I ain't yeah. worried. That's thought you trying to be petty. Nah, That's a little shit that nobody cares about. <laughs> only <laughs> people who care about that is the opposite fan. So they start talking about it. Yeah, I don't care about that shit. But that's like nigga gonna talk to somebody and all. But. I do like the way the Suns are playing. I do like well, game well, seven, first game one books. I still think the Bucks gonna win in six. Here. I think they are gonna win four more, four straight what? games. Boy, you tripping? I don't know about. I that. think so. I don't. I don't. I, it's hard to see a, that big of a change because then they getting killed on the boards. Like Aiden is a one man wrecking show on the boards. They're not getting killed on the boards. No, Aiden had sixteen rebounds in game one. Yeah, but what do you have in game two? He, he at least double figures. He had five. Yeah, double double. He had five, bro. He had ten. He had ten rebounds. He had five rebounds. He had ten. He had eleven. Pull it up, bro. Pull it up. No, he, he had, had a double no. double. He had ten points and no. eleven rebounds. No, no, he didn't in the second yes, game. He, did. he didn't. No, no, he, he had did a double not. double in both games. No, he did not, yes, he did. bro. He didn't score a lot in the first game, but though he was killing. Yes, he did. The first game he had twenty. He had twenty like. He had twenty like nineteen boards. Twenty and seventeen. He killing him though. He had ten points and eleven The Bucks have won the rebound battle in both games. But Aiden had eleven rebounds, bro. It don't look like it. No, no, they're not killing him on the boards. They don't look like it. You guys, you guys start looking at Joe fast when you start. No, I'm telling you, but Aiden, Aiden no, is but he killing him kill, on the boards. No, he's not they're killing not getting him on the foul boards. Trouble. They're no, not putting him I'm in foul trouble. That, but I'm just saying, well, one man, he had 11 rebounds. He had 11 rebounds. Aiden is playing well in the boards, and it's just they're not. No, they're not two. making Aiden come out of the yeah, basket or nothing. 11 rebounds. Game two, Aiden played decent. That's game it. two was decent, but game one he he, he got a big game. Yeah, but he game, but he's not killing them on the boards though. They're not getting killed on the boards. Again, he had ten and eleven. Yeah, I said ten and eleven. Ten and eleven is, is 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 decent. Look at game one. Crowder had eleven and ten. 
Crowd had 10 boards. That's what I'm saying, dog. The Bucks are too big to be getting killed on the boards. They're not being beat on the boards. What are you talking about? Dog, Giannis is not having a big game on the boards. He had 12 boards. What That's are you talking about? That's the same about? as he. Brooke Lopez oh, should be averaging more. Not Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez. Big game. He's sitting on the three-point line. What are you talking Portis about? Portis should be having like, more. Yeah, Brooke Lopez gave you like five Por- rebounds. And Portis, dog, look how many minutes Portis played, bro. What the fuck are we boys supposed to get? He played five minutes. But you that's, know what? That's Buzz's fault. But you know but what? But you're not, you're, they're not getting beat on the boards. Your it's point it, don't make it's sense. Even, it's, it's, even. it's even. It's even. I think they were like 46, 43. It don't look like it. Because you're you not watching the game. watching the Florida game, it don't look like it. But what I'm watching is a lot of people might make a lot of Phoenix depth. Two people got hurt. Is old boy going to be able to play tomorrow? Not Sarge. I'm talking about Craig. It's Craig because Craig was, Craig gave you 10 points before he got hurt. And you know, and that's been the thing. And is, that's been the thing. Is, is, is Bridges and is is Johnson gonna bring their game in Milwaukee? That's the key. Well, it's, it's because 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 no 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 hold on because because Bridges twenty seven yeah. won that game. Yeah, he's not in game two. But, but that's and, the thing and, with Phoenix. Aiden not gonna have ten points a game. <laughs> Maybe listen. Aiden ain't been Aiden ain't been no damn drum beater, bro. He's been He's been playing. He's been playing solid basketball. He will have more than points. We'll see. No, he will. Because because the thing about Aiden, the Aiden, the thing about the game that you're saying is it's not just Aiden. Aiden also is getting dominated on the office. I mean, on the defensive side of the ball. That's that's another thing. That's why that's why wasn't they told him what he said to him? Like, listen, you still playing high level basketball. This kid is really good. Basically, what he's trying to say. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he. That's what uh, Monty Williams broke down yeah, to him. Because Aiden was missing some chippies around the, around. He was getting this. He wasn't to me. He wasn't going strong. He got shot blocked by. But when you say that, no, that one that just wasn't being strong. Drew Holiday jumped. He blocked Booker yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you talking but about? Aiden, Aiden brought the ball like they always. If you're a big man, you never bring the ball. But though, you know who also makes that problem. Giannis does that. That's not that's not a that's not an eighty issue. That's a that's a, a big man but, but, issue in the, in the NBA. Right, now. That's what I'm saying. But they teach you you never because you bring it to. But they're not. Gonna take. This is what I'm tell you. It's not his issue. It's, yeah. it's a big man issue. But I don't have, I Fundamentally, eight, it must be for everybody to but be taught something different. I got eighty giving you eighteen tomorrow. No, I don't say. I think game I think one the boy had twenty two and nineteen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he's he, he's playing nobody. Well. Nobody says he's not playing well. But at one point he was at five and five, and you was like like he dominated game two. He didn't. He didn't do anything he, outside I, of that. He didn't play well in game two. Game one, he killed him. He played solid in game two. No, boy, he, 22 and 19. That's game one. I, that's what I just said, yeah. game one. So game two, he didn't play as well. I said he played solid in game but two. But you're looking at Florida game, it don't look like the Bucks are really rebounding well. Like It seemed like, Phoenix, it seemed like Phoenix controlling the paint. Right, it's just like they're controlling the backboard. Yeah, the numbers might even out defensively, but looking at it, he's like damn, Aiden just getting every rebound. But defensively, like. they had they had a decent game, but they still got beat sixteen offensive boards. That's, that's so, so therefore, they're not dominating. No, they they it's got like, beat. It's about even. It's but it's about them scoring. Listen, that means first of all, that means Milwaukee's missing a lot of shots. Yeah, that's what that means when you can get forty three boards and the other team has forty six. That means Milwaukee's missing too many shots. I, I like Phoenix guards, bro. They get in you, bro. They get in you. I like the way they. I mean, listen. They I, I'm a big. You. I mean, everybody know I'm a big Devin Booker fan. They get in. And his, his look, first look game, balling, bro. he was he was shooting shit. He was he was awful in the first game. But in the second game, he played like I thought he'd play. But my problem is what I and what I and I keep repeating. His scoring should be neutralized by Middleton. Middleton's scoring should be right in the at least by 2025. So therefore, you his 31 that he just had, I think last game, 31, 33, 38, maybe that should it should not be a much of a factor because Middleton should give you 2025 points. And then if you get Drew Hardy's 18, then you get the flow. Then you get 18 to 20 from the bench. That helps. 
But man, I'm the bench didn't play bad last game. I think Bud went away from the bench way too early. Reporters, you know what I mean? So points, that ain't and then it's like bro, every, five minutes, every, every, yeah, five minutes, and every time Phoenix need like Milwaukee making a run, Chris Paul just got to answer, bro. Like he answer every time. So for Chris Paul, so Chris, I, I can get it now. If Chris Paul is your guy for this series, <laughs> no, because you pick a well, bro. No, you pick a no, series Chris every Paul, series. Chris Paul, no, yeah. you pick a series right. every series no, and try to right. jump on, no, no. jump on that bandwagon, carry it all the way through. I'm breaking down the game, and I'm saying you weren't acting like that when they played the Lakers. No. Right, right. Chris Paul, <laughs> but but Chris Paul, Chris Paul was hurt. Chris Paul when he, he but you weren't acting like that when he played the Nuggets. Either. He was a shell of himself. You weren't acting like that when you played the Nuggets. He was playing with one arm when he played the Lakers. But I'm saying well, the Nuggets. Is, you didn't act like that either. I'm analyzing the game. I'm breaking down. Every breaking series. it down, Keith. And yeah. in, in this series, Chris Paul, every time they need him, even in the last two games against the uh, who they played. Clippers. Yeah. When Clippers were made a run, Chris Paul had an answer. It's like he's on a mission. Like I'm, I'm. I'm I'm going to get a ring this year. Like nothing to stop. I think they're going. It's going to go back. In game six and seven, what he had against the Clippers, 36, 35? You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying since the Clippers series, he's been on a mission. I think it's going because Chris Paul. We've been asking. I think it's real. Like I say, I think it's going. Shoot more, it'll be Chris, shoot. It'll be two two after this after 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 this week. Well, it'll be two two going back go, to Phoenix. I got, I got it going back three one. Okay, well, we'll move off of that. Yeah. Let's move on to the, what's going on in the college sports, man. We got to get some quick thoughts on this before our guests come in. Man, the, man, these cosplayers get money right now. They're getting their marketing deals. They're making that money. They balling. I enjoy. I love every second of it. Uh, give me your thoughts, Key, on this. Like, what's going on with the NIL? And matter of fact, by the way, we need to bring um, we, we need to bring cash on so we can get him to talk about that a little bit too, man. So we can get help him get a marketing deal, get him some money. So let's talk about that real quick. What's your I, thoughts on it, right quick? With these these college kids think, getting I, that money. I think it's great for for uh, college and the, and the players, right? Because now I think now, like, you got Master P son getting a uh, $2 million deal, right? I know that, you know what I'm saying, whose dad is going to broker those deals or whatever. But now I think you'll get more players who will want to stay in college longer because they're making money now. You know what I'm saying? If you're making millions of dollars in college, there's no rush for you to go to the league because you got money to take care of your family. You know what I'm saying? They, now you're going to have, like, these tech companies coming to these because I think like these techs coming like HBCU sponsoring like kids and stuff. So now kids can develop more. They ain't got to feel like, bro, I got to go to the lead to feed my family. I got to go overseas. I think it's going to help out the NBA and the, and the uh, college on developing kids because now I got money now. I, there's no need for me to rush to the NBA after one year to take care of my family. Just imagine if Zion was been on his likeness deal. How much money would he would have made? You got paid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just think it's great. They should have been doing this for, for these kids, man. You know what I'm saying? They've been pretty much making money off these kids all this years. You know, even when Ed O'Bannon came out days ago, uh, you know, when they did had the old video, NC, game, yeah. video game. So now you can probably see the video games and shit. Yeah, that game was lit, yeah, too. Yeah, you probably see the video games and everything come back now because kids can get paid <laughs> off it. So I just think it's great. It's great for the kids. And I think you're going to see more kids now stay longer. Than one year in college. Shit, I wouldn't do it. And I, I don't think it the the, <clears throat> the money you can make from the NIL deal outweigh if you a top prospect. I'm gone. One year if I go to but yeah, you if I decide about, to go to college, if they don't change the rule. If I go to college one year, like Zion, for example. But yeah, players like that. I'm talking about like other people who's getting drafted late first round. 
or early second round. Those yeah, and now if you got a second round yeah, pick, I'll stick. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, and, if you're top one, two, two, three, of course you go. But I'm talking about kids. First round, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm talking about kids who's going late 20-something, 15. There's no need to me rushing. Now. I can still a little more develop my game. But it's, it's definitely great. I mean, school's going to still make billions, right? Like, that's not going to change just because of the NIL deal. Yeah. But it gives the kids an opportunity, man, to make some money. Right, you know, then I didn't have to go get a job and, you know, have to worry about work study and all that kind of stuff, man. And I love it, bro. It's to be able to get paid off your image. You, let's say, man, just think about what Reggie Bush would have got, bro, at USC back when them boys were rolling. You know a what I'm saying? A lot of people. <clears throat> a lot of players, bro. So Shit. it's long overdue. Um, it, it's a good look not only just for, you know, college sports, man, the women. You know, they can get their love, too. It's like the girl that played uh, for the New York Liberty, the chick that was having, like, triple-double. Um, I forgot her name. She played for number one pick for the Liberty. She would have got paid last year. Like, she was balling in, at Oregon. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, now, now the women have an opportunity to get paid off their likeness and just like the men can. And I think it's a nice playing field, bro. And I love it, bro. You know, you know, we, you know we've been in college, bro. It's hard. Now, you know, and it's hard, Ray, bro. Ray. Like, not having meal money and shit like that, right. bro. And, Ray, just now, look what your pitch got to be now when you go recruit kids. Bro, like, what, I got, what, yeah. what you going to give me? Yeah, yeah. What you got lined up? And that's where the schools got to help these kids, too. And I think in recruiting, look, I got XYZ company ready to help you give you money in the NIL deal. Just imagine right, that's going to help. That's going to help with recruiting. Ray, just imagine you going to Oregon. Bro. <laughs> and I wonder how that works, too, with, like, these big, big shoe companies. Yeah. How that's going to work with the NIL deals. Are oh, they gonna be able to? They can't. In? They can't do it in pitching. Okay, I'm about to say. I, I wonder how that was gonna. There's work. alignment. You, it's marketing branding, but it's, the alignment is. I mean, the way you align your, uh, the alignment on that is most of those schools that have a deal with the school, right? Okay. So you can't necessarily. Yeah, be I'm about to say like how that's gonna. Be like, boy, that's gonna be crazy. It's yeah, in, man, it's a good look. It's independent of everything else. Yeah, it's it's a good look, man. You know, and, and these boosters they got big time companies. I give you an nil. No, that's that's the thing that that's I, gonna be the fine line. That that's yeah, where yeah. the that's where the cheating gonna get in. That these boosters got these big time companies signing these kids to the nil deals or prospects coming in. They gonna be the pitch. That that's that's gonna be that fine line with the NCAA got to deal with because the boosters gonna do it just to yes. get the player that they want. Now I don't have to just give you money under the table. Yes. Sign you to the nil deal. NIL deal now, bro. So it's, it's going to be a big deal, bro. And I love it, man. Like, like get these kids something, bro. I mean, something's better. And there are people talking about what the education is. Dabo was like, I'll, I'll, I'll retire before we pay the kids. Bro, education is not enough. Paying for a scholarship is not enough, man. When they're making billions. His recruit going to start getting, no, <laughs> you ain't trying to, try to get kids no money. Shit. Yeah, it's, it's going to take a downfall. Yeah, bro. So, yeah, yeah, it's a good look. I'm a big fan of what they're going to do. I feel like it's going to be a lot of money being spread out. I think, it, but I also want to make sure people monetize it the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the, what Eric King is doing. You're going to keep shaking that, huh? Get the flavors around. Get the flavors around. I am a fan of what Eric King is doing as far as uh, making sure that he gets the rest of his teammates involved so that they're not – Outside looking in, yeah, because there's a um, lot of cats that's just not big time players. Yeah, there's not big time players, but then also it, it says something about the guys who are coming in. They're gonna have to wait their turn to get to that, to get to the bag, get to that money. Yeah, that's true. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, like the, I hope that the um, the HBCUs can utilize this so they can they can be able to pull in those recruits that necessarily wouldn't re- think about them because of mm-hmm. the fact they didn't have that factor that money that whatever's coming in now they have an opportunity to get to them. 
Yeah. Um, and and hopefully they can do that and be able to uh, get get to that money and make sure that the so they can utilize the the, the foundation. Though that's, that's that's what I'm really more excited about is those players that can get to these schools and maybe the mid mid majors, HBCUs, those type of talent, those type of guys. I'm I'm excited for because I hope they can be able to be able to utilize it in the in the best way possible. And that's where your coach got to step in too and help these kids and talk to these corporate uh, sponsors. And to be able to help them out, you know what I'm saying? Like they gotta help out too. But yeah, it's a good look, bro. I love it, man. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited about what's going on, and hopefully, man, listen, I, I want to see what's going on with that. Let's get to the last topic before we get out of here, man. Before we get our guests on, but he's coming on in a minute. Uh, let's talk about Kari. Let's talk about Sakara. Dallas, Texas, on. Yes, sir. Dallas, Texas, on right there. LSU, baby. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that's the problem. Now, unless you got a fire track team, I ain't gonna lie. They got oh, they, we, we run more the than track. We run the track, baby. They're okay. They got fire track team. They're okay. Always. Um, but let's, let's let's talk about Takara right quick. Uh, it's, it's a lot going on with her. Uh, we know we know the issues. Give me your thoughts on it. Like, what do you think? Let, let, it's, 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 we got to make this pretty quick. But give me your thoughts on what you feel like should have happened to her ultimately. Rules are rules, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, you know. Granted, you got. She's coping with the loss of her biological mother, but at the same time, rules are rules, and you got to abide by it. I mean, that's just really what it is. I mean, you can't fault the Olympics for suspending her. It's just what it is. Like, you know, as a as an athlete, certain things you just can't do as a regular person. And, you know, granted, you know, that may be her coping me- mechanism, but at the end of the day, man, rules are rules, and she got to abide by it as an athlete, man. It's just what the, the life that they chose at the end of the day, bro. And my thing with it, right, which is facts, rules are rules. My thing with it is, uh, which is a dumbass rule to me, because uh, it, it don't help you with no performance enhancement, none of that, right? But at the end of the day, bro, like you say, rules are rules. Uh, I, I, I like she came out and, you know what I'm saying, warmed it up and, and took it, it on the chin. She owned it. Like, you know what I'm saying? She human. She made a mistake. I love the way the alumni was behind her, you know, you know what I'm saying? You'll learn from this. You'll grow from this. You're 20. People make mistakes. Look, she human at the end of the day. Everybody done made mistakes in their 20s, bro. You know, she's dealing with, we don't, everybody deal with greed differently, right? So, you know, I just felt like going forward, the Olympics need to change that, bro, where you shouldn't have to take a piss test for weed. And if they do, all the athletes just be like, we're not going. And then they will force them to change the rule. But, but man, well, you've, been, day, you've been training for four years. Yeah, I get it, but everybody you, deal. You gonna do what you gonna do to go, dog. But now, if but at the end, I'm saying for next year, for the next four years, they should band together and say, "Look, we need to change this." Yeah, because it's not giving you a competitive advantage. Yeah, NBA don't test you no more. Yeah, NFL, they don't test them all season. NFL yeah. don't test you no more, so they need to change their rules. Let me get the final thoughts on this, man. Listen, first of all, I heard you said no. I don't. I don't commend her for it. For for coming, she didn't come clean. They caught her. Yeah, <laughs> she she tests she tests she tests positive. She owned it once they caught her. She I mean, who, who won't? I mean, it's, it's public display now. Of course, you're gonna own it. You can't do anything else unless you're gonna lie and say you didn't do I'm it. Saying she make no excuses. She said I did it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you did because they got you positive. That's what that's it. Yeah, you but smoked some, it. Well, but some people wouldn't even say shit. They were just like, I ain't. I you know ain't what? To be honest with you, I'm gonna tell you the honest truth. If she wouldn't say so, I, I guarantee she'd be running right now. She'd be running that relay. She's actually put herself in the spotlight in the positive side and the negative side. Talking too much. Number one, she talked too much, (laughs) 
right? On Twitter and other places, because she's 21. That's what 21 year olds do. People, let, let me, I'm gonna put some, I'm gonna put some real quick, a real quick spin on this shit, right? So the thing about her is, I, and I've been watching her since college. I mean, like, since actually high school. I know about her when she's a, t- she's a phenom. She's actually probably a once in a generational talent, to be honest with you. And she's probably the best, um, talent that they have to compete against the Jamaican women. And Jamaican women have been running the 100 and the 200 for a very long time, probably for the last eight years. Like the last, I mean, the lady, the lady, the lady who's 34 years old who just won the, the Jamaican Nationals ran a 10.64, which is the high, which is the second fastest uh, um, race in the last, I don't know how long. I think the, I think maybe in the last 10 years, right? Which so, Chicago's that's a, our best chance to beat them. Damn. Everybody wanted to see that race. Her Damn, and, the girl Damn, Damn. Damn. and then the thing about Shakara, it's not even in her prime yet. So the fact that she's not even there at that point says a lot of things about her. It says a lot that her t- talent is going to develop, and she keeps developing it. But she's always had a problem. I've heard about her before, right? The issue with her is, is that is she really dedicated? She better. And the thing is, I guarantee you, her going to smoke weed ain't the first time. That was oh, probably, no. yeah, that's a coping no, mechanism. She just got caught. So, so the fact is, she didn't realize, she looked at her talent, that her talent would be greater than the actual event. And nobody's bigger than the event. Yeah, she Olympics. probably thought they weren't going to send her home. So the, it just didn't equate. And then I, I hated that people try to make this crusade about her. Like, like people try to use that as <laughs> this domino effect to be like, oh, you know, like, oh, they should, they should get rid of marijuana. It doesn't done. do it. Why? Because, bro, it, it don't give you a competitive advantage. So you I can see if it was like it's gonna make me. How does it? How, let me ask you. How does it's it gonna do, make me? How does it do it? So you do know that, like track, like football, like any other sport, like track, football, baseball, basketball, there is a something up here, right? So the pressure of the game can be just as big as anything else. You don't think it is? It is mental. I get that. So you know, you, you know, she said to her, she said herself that the pressure was getting to her. That and her mother, and her mother, she found out that her mother passed through like her agent, bro. Like that. But, but, okay. So, but that <laughs> but means, just, but that but means everybody that, agreed but, different. But that right? may, everybody that may be her family's not that close. Maybe but so. At, but I'm, not, I'm not speculating on that. Her mom. I'm not speculating <laughs> on that. This is what I'm talking about. She said the pressure of the event. So it could have been her mom. Her grandmother was there who yeah, raised but her. But that's her so, mom. Still her mom. But listen, her grandmother was there who raised her, right? Yeah. So the pressure, she said the pressure of everything, of a mother passing, of being the, the, the top athlete, of trying to go and show that she's the most dominant woman, uh, sprinter in the last whatever, it got to her. So she used it as a coping mechanism. No, everything ain't always physical. I understand that, but I'm just saying that's a bullshit-ass rule. Why? It is, but why, it's the why, rules of the Why, why, like, why is it a bullshit because rule? Because if the American make taxes off the shit, why? I can't smoke it, but everybody else can get rich off it. Ain't legal, but it ain't legal throughout the United States. Uh, it, it's legal in most damn other United States. No, it's not. It's illegal in nine states. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. But I'm, in her state, it was illegal. Who? Right? Then it did. Rules are rules, No, it's bro. not. It's it, illegal in her state. It is illegal in her state. In Texas. It's legal. But it, it's no. Legal. Texas is not. She was in Oregon. She bought it in Oregon. What I'm saying? Well, Oregon is illegal, right? Wherever she did it at is illegal, right? No, but they took the event and put it in down fucking down New York City. Does that matter? But all I'm just saying is to me is, she, right? Every person... Every person, if, if every athlete say we're not going next year, no, the Jamaican, shit, no, shit, no, they ain't doing that. No. You know how much money in every, the, listen, listen, the biggest bro, stage we, in the Olympics, that, though? That, they ain't you doing you that. Ain't, you, you, you don't have you don't have an Olympic without without players. Listen, player. They, Man, them, listen, them, them races. I'm gonna leave it like this. Hold on. Let me, I'm, say not going I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it like we're this. We're gonna get to our guests. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna leave it like this. 
Every athlete did not that every athlete at the U.S. trials did not have a positive test for marijuana. I understand that, but I'm everybody's saying, under the same stress. It's other people, mamas, who passed away. And not, certain things go on. Situations happen. It is, but I'm just saying, if everybody, she just did not handle the situation right. I'm, her. I'm saying, if everybody come together and say, "Look, we want you to change for what? People, for who? Why? I bet Jamaica. I bet them Jamaica people be on. That you do know that's the international rule, right? You know it's the international <laughs> it rule. But you don't have you don't have Olympic without the players. We'll see but why would why if you America if America just say guess, every black person guess, say if every black person so guess what every black person in America if they do it guess what if every black person in America if every black if every black person if every black if if every black person on the track or whatever all track, it, all it all if they if they don't have guess what's gonna happen they're gonna perform without America Gee, they why they do it they've been doing without Russia <laughs> right. they've been doing without Russia it, it they were the canceled out what are you talking about. It wouldn't be and, uh, the same. Russia, Russia been ruled out because of steroids. But, what, what, it doesn't matter. Russia, Russia ain't black people. Black people. It don't matter. They got rid of the whole country. They said, yo, you can't perform black in this. Y'all bitches out of black here. People That's what they did. Black people on the Jamaican team. Black people over in fucking France. Black people in fucking. No, but why would Spain. Jamaicans care? Black, if I was Jamaicans, why would I care? Why would I care? I'm just saying to stick together as people. Uh, why? Why would I care? Why would I care about about Kara? Kara? I mean, I mean, Kara. Because black, Kara. white folks stick together, Asian people stick they together. They do, brother. Oh, We're the only race. Like, but, why I care about because she our own. That's what's wrong. But, with but, but that race. takes away from. That's what's wrong with but that takes away from the other women that's running too, bro. It's like, just, it's no. bigger than just a car, bro. It is right. Like that. You, we not. We taking the spotlight away from these other women that worked hard and did not get caught and get caught. <laughs> we putting this whole spotlight. Oh, we should. We should oh. boycott the Olympics. Oh, we shouldn't run. What about these other people that did the right thing? I'm not. Uh, my, you, you are. You, when you say, when you say we support God, you're saying wait for them. I just say that rule, that rule is bullshit. I get bro. the rule is bullshit, but the rule is, is in a place right now. Bye, bye, or I don't run. About this year. I'm talking about going forward in the next three years. Who knows what it might change, In the next though. three years, the rule needs to be changed. Who, it might. It I'm might. Saying. But at the same time, bro, Shakara should have followed the rules, she, bro. She Recording in progress. She's 21. She'll be back in three years. But in three we'll years, she'll be at the world championships next year. We're gonna see what she's gonna do. The Olympics be back in three Olympics years. Olympics is big, and the so, biggest stage ever. So if nah, the world for a sprinter, the world championships actually. But the, the but the marketing money from the yes, Olympics over, is, over is huge. Huge. It's huge. You in Tokyo? Yes, huge. <laughs> you in Japan? The biggest market of money yeah. to be made in the sponsors in Tokyo. Huge. But it's, that, it's a big opportunity she missed. Nike still stood by. Still of course. Nike. I mean, I, it's great that they're still by. We don't want to take away from the other athletes, bro, these other women. I'm not saying other athletes. All I'm saying, that did going, the right thing. That's I'm what, saying going forward. I'm not talking about right now. They did right to say she can't go. But I'm saying going forward, everybody need to come together and say, look. I ain't making no excuse for her. I'm just saying going forward. It's a bullshit rule. We do. But we got a dope guest. Man, we got a guest in the building, man. We ain't, we ain't trying to listen to what you got to say. <laughs> we got a dope guest in the building. Changing the rules for one person <laughs> no, for like, out there. Like, oh, let's change it for one person. He still can't hear you. And I and I want to yeah, get Tyreek's opinion at, on that I'm rule too. I'm looking at Tyreek now, nah, man. Tell Tyreek, uh, I mean Tyreek, bro, we, your mic's not on. That's all I was trying to say. Earlier. Oh, the audio. Yeah, it's, his audio. Not join, on. You got to join yeah. with the audio. Yeah, it's not. It's not on at all. But yeah, I definitely want to get his opinion because he's definitely training athletes, these young kids now. Like we want to get that 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 discussion I with him. That's that's gonna be huge, bro. That's I'm about to get him right now. Okay. What? That's, what? That's, what? So what y'all talking about? Now we talking about. I mean, we know, I mean, key, key act like yeah, like he can't. Um, nah, you can't change the rules, bro. At the end for of the one day, person, she know she know what she did when she came on TV and admitted, like, hey, 
I know what I did wrong. That's what you can't, you just can't change the rules. It don't have nothing to do with about the USA. It has everything to do with the 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 doping, the US dope. Because this is the thing. If you if you go smoke key and not and not at all job, but some jobs you're gonna lose your job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's daunting. Oh. You're gonna lose your job. And this is the thing. What this does is teaches these kids like Bryce, my son Miles, and other kids to say, hey, if you go out there and make this bad decision, this is what's gonna happen. Consequences. So it's consequences to everything that you do. So if you do that, that's what this is what's gonna happen. So so people just looking at her situation. No, this is a bigger, it's bigger than just her. It's bigger than just her. It's absolutely bigger than her. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. That's what we're saying. Like, you're looking at it. I mean, people are looking at it, like, from her angle. But, man, she she's not ever going to be bigger than the game. And the, the game is she's got to be ready for anything else happening. And she's never going to be bigger than the game. It's never going to happen that way. She's never going to be beyond it. I mean, so you if, if, if the rule is good enough internationally, it's, it's good enough for her. She should have just exactly. abide by it I and still, kept it moving. I, still, I ain't saying I'm not making an excuse for her. I still say they should change that role. It's a bullshit. Why? 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 Because it's a, it's, a, it's just as mental. I, I, it is physical. I think, I think white athletes will be on board with not being tested for marijuana. Who wouldn't? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, who so, wouldn't? So I said if Wait. all of them come together, they would change the rule. Keith, Keith, hold on, Keith. Think about I'm, this. I'm not Keith. making it about her. I'm just saying I don't no, like no, no, the rule. Why? Why? But Keith, this is the thing. <laughs> if you know the rules. And it's a bad key. Okay, let me ask this question. Wait, bro, y'all, I get what y'all. Key, hold on, hold on, key. I'm this, not this, arguing this, that this, point. Key. I'm just hold saying on, on. I don't like the rule. Period. Why? Why rule. you don't like the rule? Because it's, it's, a, it's a good rule. Because it don't about? get you. What? Don't smoke. Yeah, don't smoke. It's the mental part of the okay, game. Okay, that's fine. Mental hey. is a lot in, in it's, sports. It's cerebral. And if you're not, if she's not, that means she people want to be mental. But that means she's not focused. No, she wasn't driven in focus. She wasn't. If you got to smoke, have some people can have like. What's my man on uh on on uh first first thing takes? Stop, stop, uh, Key. You talking foolishness? Uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's the was the receiver name? Brandon Marshall, right? Okay. We should help people in the society who have mental state of mind. I get right? it, but but he's what? bipolar. What's that right. got to do with her okay. smoking weed? What I'm just saying. You just that said, don't even make sense. No, she's hold bipolar. On. Hold on. Okay, Tariq, Tariq, yeah. What you think should happen? No, it ain't people. Let's get our guest. Let's hear for Tariq, man. Let's get Tariq. We got our guest right here. How you doing, man? How you doing, brother? I walked in. I walked into the middle of it, so I had to switch from the laptop to the phone. Just what was the question again? I know. Let me get you. Let me get you off the day real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get. Let me get him up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do it official in a minute. But I wanted to speak on this really quickly. We're talking about Sakara Richardson. We're talking about the fact that what happened with her and how you know. How Black America went on like a sort of a crusade because of the fact that she 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 got caught smoking weed, and they felt like she still should be able to race. And we're looking at I looking at not only the rules are the rules, but the fact remains is she was the only person that got was positive. So everybody else still abide by the rules, did what they had to do, got to the games and ran and ready to run their race. And she's the only athlete out of all those athletes that didn't take care of herself the way she's doing, didn't care of her business. So we want to we want to get your feeling on like do you feel like it was justly justly done that the U.S. Olympics was like no you can't run well, I mean how do you feel about it do you feel like yo she should have just kept race or do you feel like hey it is what it is she should just abide by the rules I don't know your I face mean, say, your face say like yo like you feel like, nah, 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 you feel like nah, she should nah. be able to race 
No, so look, my thing is this. It's kind of like a lot of gray areas with this because she isn't a she she was she wasn't an area a state that is is legal. And I know that the rules are the rules, but it's still early. Like I maybe she didn't know being that it's legal and oh, that was gonna be Hold on, hold on, hold on. You gotta remember, you're saying the state's legal, but it's an international rule. All right, so she's we all got remember the world championships. She's not. She's not. She's all right, not all right, at I, the American let championships. That man, let that man speak. All right, so I think so. I right, so if, if, if we're gonna go, if we're gonna say that, then I right, she might have dropped the ball a little bit on that. But when she was able to qualify, when she was able to run, they still kept her off. So I feel like that was an injustice right there. You think that with her being her, being who she is, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think that would be the case with everybody. Let me get that. Let me get a follow up on that. So, what do you mean when she said who she is? Because we, the world's really getting to know her. She's not accomplished. I mean, the Olympic Committee and everybody who decided that no, we keeping her off the roster, even though you know she went through the appeal or whatever, and they said okay, like you're gonna serve a 30 day suspension. And on this day, while the Olympics are still in motion, you're gonna you could run um, relays. They they kept her out. They they brought Michael Phelps back when he was suspended when he got caught. Wait, first of all, you're trying you're doing the same no. Negro stuff that a lot of people do. Like you're misaligning your facts. And that's Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. Hold on, Michael Phelps got caught in the off season. That's what more. He was suspended, right? He was. But it was in the off days. It was in the off season. She she and he's like he's saying she would have been back for the relay. No, 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 no. She got suspended for thirty. Hold on, what you don't, what you're not online. You should go read a little bit more about this, right? So here's the way it is. They didn't, they didn't tell everybody when she officially came to her with that suspension, with the with the with the suspension and the program they offer for. She supposed to got ninety days. Michael Phelps got ninety days. She supposed to got ninety days. They said, listen, we'll put you in the drug rehab program for thirty. Right to get you back on there, then out of nowhere, remember this now. She goes on Twitter, does her little Twitter thing, and uh, and does the conversation, talk all about what is going on, all that other stuff. Then, then, then next thing you know, they announce out of nowhere, hey, she ain't gonna be able to run. I guarantee you, like I told y'all earlier, she'd have stayed quiet. She'd be at that race because they want her there. No, she's the best. Prospect but what does she? What does she say though? What does she say that that you feel like? They they saw and they should have said you know she don't deserve the race. I think they felt like and I get Key on this one. I I feel like (laughs) Key said this and Key's right. I think they want her to be like, listen, we're giving you this second chance. Take the thirty days because they they gave her the suspension on the twenty eighth. They knew they could have if they want to be a real asshole. They could have waited like a week later. They knew like, hey, listen, we'll we'll they give her the suspension immediately. Bullshit. So so she can be ready for the relays. I think and when she kept talking and on the Twitter and she did the little interview. And she didn't seem, because to me, I ain't a lot of she didn't seem very remorseful. She felt like, yo, I went through this, and it is what it is. And I think that's where they felt like, you know what? She doesn't seem like she really cares. We got the rest of these ladies here. We can't, we can't just have her feeling like, yo, like she's bigger than the game. And as they, they made an example yeah. of her. Is that yeah. what they did to her? I, 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 feel like, I felt like if she would have stayed quiet, if she would have been on, and then the rest of these people tried to do some like crusade of like, Oh, we should legalize. Now we should all legalize marijuana throughout the world. Like, man, that joke started. It just started making sense because they try to use her as an example. Well, it's gonna and this is the thing: if she didn't break the record, if she didn't break the record, or she didn't win, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Thanks. I don't right. know. That's another thing. That. I just said the rule is dumb. Rule is, rule but you're looking dumb. at her. Oh, oh, key. So hold on, Key. You tell me right now. You go. You, you go smoke some weed. 
and, and they test you when you come to the job. What's going to happen to you? Well, ain't, ain't no well. Gonna you, what's going to happen to you? <laughs> well, you know, because my company know that's a no. Bullshit. I don't care about all that. Yeah, I don't have, have, no, 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 And guess what's going to happen, Key? And guess what's going to happen? All the black people who knew you got this got this good job. Guess what they're going to say about you? And that's a dumb dude, bro. How you mess up a job like that? I get all that, but I'm saying don't you, even no, you don't get all that. No, but listen. At the end of the day. You know you can't smoke when you run the Olympics. They know it's a banned substance. Before you sign them contracts, before you sign them papers, this girl knew it was a banned substance. I get it. I get it. I understand. But Donovan, she owning up to her. I'm not. What's what that happened? That happened with her. I'm saying moving forward. They need to change that. No, you don't, bro. No, you don't. No. See, yeah, they do. No, they, they will. They do. I'm sure. Let, let me ask you. Oh, let me let me ask you. You gotta talk. get with the times. Let's get with the, what the times. Let me hold on. Let me ask you one more thing. The times now. Most states are have. No, it's but you don't go to smoke with. Do you not? No, most states don't. Number one, number two. You, you're. This is. We're not in. This is a fucking international games. And hold on, if you don't really realize this, Olympics actually for amateurs. It's actually an amateur game. You don't realize it's actually for amateurs. They let. They let. They have professionals race in it. But it's really for amateurs. And the reason why the rule I is bet for they both. That rule. Well, I bet you they don't. I bet they don't. I bet you they don't. I bet you they don't because it's international. They first. don't care. Remember they don't care about her. They, the they Olympics don't care her. about her. It, they don't care about her. At the end of the day, I bet they change that. I bet you they don't. They don't. This is the problem, Key. This is the problem. You, so the problem is you're going to let people just do willy nilly. Man, like, that's weed, what you're saying. You, you gonna let it crack. be the white person? No, it ain't, girl, it ain't. It that's ain't, what it is. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We bro. It's from the earth, bro. We didn't even across the world. So how do you? How you gonna say? It, how it's gonna change? I'm just saying. It's invented. I bet in the next in the next few years, we gonna be like alcohol. Mark my word. Where? Everywhere. Where? No, it will be. I agree. I agree with that. Because people are making money. They are getting paid off the weed right now. You can't get weed in Germany. You can't get Walk weed in Germany. Word. You can't buy it off this. You can't do anything. Weed ain't legal in Germany. It ain't weed. Weed ain't so legal weed in ain't Italy. Of, weed, but weed ain't, li- weed, weed ain't legal. It, weed it. ain't legal in Africa. I, I say so. Like where, where? Where you go? Australia. Next, it ain't. I don't. I'm, I'm not in, sure, in but I next, think it ain't. It ain't legal next, there either. I'll mark my word. In the next ten. As my man Stephen they say, stay yeah. off the weed. She could have waited. All she had to wait was two more months. Let me see what we go through. Tariq, yeah, we got a great guest in the building. So Tariq, man, let's jump. Let's jump into the to the interview, and I'm gonna let you go right here, Don. The interview. I mean. Announce your boy right here. You got no him in doubt. the building. Go for it. Yo, first of all, I want to give a shout out to my man, a- Tony Holliman, a.k.a. Pete. We've been friends for a long time. And him and Tariq are cousins. And that's how we met. I met through, we, we met each other. And, you know, I'm glad you're glad to have you on the Arguing Brothers podcast to tell your story about your school and what you got going on down the road. So, Arguing Brothers family, I'm going to Tariq Robinson in the building. If you interview today by us, let's get it in. Appreciate you guys for having me. Yes, sir. Right, no doubt. Yup, yup, yup. So, look, man, we're going to dive right into it, man. Look, we love what you're doing with the school. So, just walk us through, like, your background. Like, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, So, um, myself, I started playing basketball as early as eight years old. Um, I'm in a basketball family. I had the um, pleasure of growing up around a lot of, you know, great talent and, um, you know, high, seeing a lot of high level stuff, high level basketball. And, um, 
I think I just kind of gained the knowledge and, and understanding from there. Um, I played high school basketball under some really, really um, great coaches who um, coached at a high level. I went to college. Um, I went to junior. I was a junior college kid. I went to junior college in Maryland, um, Hartford Community College. Then I went to Ventura College. Then I went to Loyola, Chicago. Damn, four years school. of schools, man. Yeah, yeah. You know the, the. You know, I mean, that's not getting into that later, but um, that's kind of a part of why I started my mission because just growing up as an inner city, as an inner city um, kid, you know, nobody really tell you the importance of the things that you that you need to do. You know, you need to get good grades. All they say is, you know, go to school. You know what I mean? Get good grades. They don't tell you, they don't really tell you the things that you really know you need to know. So, like, it's like your parents saying, eat the vegetables, but they don't tell you the importance of it. You're like, I don't like vegetables. Yeah, I don't yeah, like it. Yeah, I mean, so, yep. so, so, you know, I kind of, I took my bumps academically, you know what I'm saying, early on, and it, it, it haunted me. So I had to go to junior college route. Um, and then, I, you know, I figured it out. You know, at that point, you know, had good grades, went to a four-year school. And at some point, um, I started playing professional basketball. I bounced around to a lot of, um, you know, small countries, Denmark, Iceland, um, you know, Mexico, things like that. Um, I did all of that. I did a bunch of minor leagues here in the States. And um, I just kind of started a nonprofit early on, um, like 2007. Um, while I was playing, I started a nonprofit helping student athletes um, qualify for college. So I had, you know, I had a building, I had a, um, a school I was using, I had a gym I was working them out in, and I was just kind of doing like SAT prep courses with them. I was doing mentorship programs, taking them to different colleges um, to help them, you know, get exposure, things like that, having events with college coaches coming in. And, um, you know, that kind of phased out once government funding dried up or whatever. Um, and it was just so much other things going on with, you know, kids in the area or whatever. It just kind of slowed down. And I just got it was was heavy training, developing kids, developing players. And that kind of took on the name of itself. Um, I, I really wasn't even a trainer. I just was a, a, a player, a current. And then I was a former player um, working with guys in my neighborhood. And a lot of those guys just wind up going um, to high major universities um, and being professional athletes, being professional basketball players. And, you know, my name kind of, you know, circulated and I was getting calls from NBA teams, uh, NBA agents, and they was flying me out to work with the clubs, international teams. I worked with teams in Senegal, teams in um, Puerto Rico, things like that. And along my journey, along my journey to get into my how I started my school, um, I just remember when I was playing overseas, there were younger kids that always came around and they, I remember one particular time I was like, I got not in school. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning and, you know, I'm working out. Why y'all in the gym? And they was like, I, I go to an academy, you know, like I'm a basketball player. I go to an academy. So I just, I didn't really understand it then. And as time progressed, once I went back to those countries and I started traveling abroad, working with players and working with teams, I learned more about the academy. And I had a younger son at the time, which I was like, you know, like I want to give this experience to him. So as I continued traveling, I started bringing him with me. He was homeschooling, so I started bringing him with me. And we was kind of following that template. Yeah. He got he got offered a scholarship um, when he was in seventh grade. They go to the Patrick School. Um, and upon that meeting at the Patrick School um, with the legendary coach, Jersey, um, right? Chris Vanis, he pretty much was like, you know, we're trying to start a basketball academy. This, that, and the third. 
Um, and I'm like, damn, I'm already doing that. And I said, you know, like I'm doing it with just my son. I got the whole um, template, you know, the whole curriculum. We doing it every day. But they didn't really have the formula. You know what I'm saying? They have the formula. My partner that I work with now, she was there. Um, they didn't really have the formula. They kind of knew what they wanted to do. And um, she had a lot of academic background with it. He had some understanding of the basketball part, but I was already emotional with what I was doing. And I was just like, um, it don't make sense for my son to come here and, you know, like do the things that we're already doing if y'all not doing it the right way, though. You know what I'm saying? So they liked my idea. They liked what I presented. And we kind of just brought it together. Me and my partner, Michelle Cadeau, we did that for two years. Um, a year and a half, I walked away halfway through it um, for some reasons that was going on. I just felt like we could do it better ourselves. Academics was a big piece. Like I told you, I was a junior college kid. I don't wish that on nobody. I see kids on social media celebrating they going to junior colleges. And I really don't think they on, they understand, you know, the magnitude of what that shit really means um, before they get there or whatever. So um, my whole mission was like, yo, I'm, I'm strong about, you know, kids qualifying and, you know, kids, you know, really being pushed and learning as much as they could learn so they could be ready for the next level. And, man, I walked away from that, opened up, um, found a facility that I used to train in and I put my school in that facility. And I was really blessed during the pandemic to uh, start with 16 kids. A lot of people was a little scared to kind of come out and, and, and mess with us during a um, pandemic. We had 16 families that agreed and they uh, brought their kids to us. And then from there, we went on to 30. We had 30 kids in December, and we shut it down at 30. We shut it. We, we didn't want to have no more than 30 kids that, that first year, so we shut it down at 30. And um, right now, we graduated four, We graduated 15 kids, and we stand at like 40. We stand at 41 kids today for September. So, you know, that's pretty much, you know, how I got into it and my background and all of that. Hold on for one second, man. Let me ask a quick question. How do you... You say you kept it. You got you start off with um, a particular number of students, and you can't graduate up to thirty students. How do you fund your school to keep it keep it open so that you can be able to keep increasing enrollment? So it's a private school, right. so um, tuition kind of you know helps us out a lot, um, and we got a strong board. Um, board our board members kind of back us a little bit. And they kind of helped us get off the ground with a lot of resources, not only financially, but a lot of resources that, you know, kind of helped us stay strong um, early on. So at this point, we thrive in, you know, we can just try to just keep giving it, you know, the, the community and the kids a really good product. And you don't use any government assistance? Nah, we don't. Oh, wow, that's great, man. Yeah. Probably, that's great. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Uh, yep. So what, this is all key on, you kind of hit on who inspired you to start, how you started the school. So where did you get the inspiration from? Because you kind of went into how you was. I think, I think I, I mean, I, I think, um, so I got a lot of friends, man. They, they always tell me, like, I was their first trainer when we was kids because I was always working out and I was always pushing them to do better. So I think, like, my inspiration is just really just helping um, you know, other people and kids, you know, more importantly, you know, reach their goals. You know, so we got a lot of we like I said, we got 30, we had we ended with 30 kids, and all of our kids at our school, they their their goal is to play division one basketball. Right. Um, we've been doing this for three years. We have um three graduating classes, and we have over and and that means that our oldest group is juniors right now, and we have over 60 
um, kids that have been offered by Division One schools already. That's a good look. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so we. Yeah, and so do you get like the kids who can't afford to go there? Do you know? Because most private schools, do you guys get them like scholarships to come there? Like, so we so we do have, we do have scholarships. Um, and we was uh, fortunate enough, like I said, from our board, our board backed us with um, a few families who couldn't afford it. So um, we had some really really kids that were, you know. You know, inner city kids, man, I was kind of like messed up, you know, financially. And um, I really thought that they could benefit from it. Um, and I I, try, I brought them in or whatever based on, our, you know, our board helped us out with that or whatever. Because there's a lot of funding per kid it costs to educate a kid, you know, so and, and hold them down in school throughout a year. So they backed us and, you know, it worked out, you know what I'm saying? But it's I would love to see like my first the whole thing is one of my um. My good friends, he's on my board. His name is Principal Mills. And he got a bunch of, um, you know, like he, he's nationally known, you know, as an educator, you know, CNN and everything, you know, when it comes to education. And he's on my board. And um, when I went to him, I was really trying to start a charter school. And he was like, yo, you know, right now, you know, this is before the pandemic. He's like, yo, start a private, you know, and then get your, your charter going. So I kind of listened, you know. And it worked out for me. But uh, my whole mission was really to just tap into the inner city and be, you know, to be able to touch them and, and you know, change their lives. Because I, I feel like not only in where I'm from, but all over, you know, I talk to guys in Philly. I talk to guys in Chicago, D.C. Basketball and sports primarily is becoming suburban. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not really. When you look at it, when you look at these kids getting drafted, you look at, you know, the kids, the, the players that you know professionally, a lot of them now, the younger kids, Right. They got, you know, suburban backgrounds. They got both parents in the household. They got, you know, they already had money. You know what I'm saying? There's not a lot of poverty stories no more. You know, so sports is kind of, you know, trending more middle class and upper class, you know, more than it is, you know, you know, inner city, you know, urban areas and, you know, kids who, you know, come from poverty and all that. So my thing is I want to kind of get back and tap into, you know, those markets. And there's a lot of talent there and there's a lot of kids who just don't got the resources and the money to really, you know, do those things. And, and once that in basketball in itself is like soccer at this point, if you don't get in early eight, nine years old, unless you're going to be like a footer six, seven or, or up, you're going to be out of, you know, I mean, fish out of water. So um, they kind of need those, you know, resources early to really be able to make it. So it comes to our next question. And how do you recruit that type of talent to come to your, to your school? I mean, you're, you have, you're competing against a lot of organizations, and some are some of these ac- academies are already established. You got the IMGs. You got what's the school in Florida? I mean, I even it's, it's Monte Monte Verde or something Monte Verde. like that. Uh, you got St. Patrick's. You got a lot of these schools. You got those powerhouses. How do you recruit against? I mean, you got well, Sierra. Uh, well, I'll be honest with you. Like honestly, we um, at this point, I hear every year about um, competitors, but. And I'm not saying this arrogantly. I'm really saying this like we really don't have a competitor because those schools, they use the word academy, but they are a school. And we are a school, too. But the difference between them and us is that they might be a boarding school and a kid might go there and they they do their trainings, um, you know, after school, before school, things like that. Our training is integrated into our curriculum if that makes sense. So instead of, if you're someone to my school, instead of him going to um, art, he, he in a weight room, you know, strength and conditioning. Instead of him going to uh, music, 
he and you know he on the court doing an IQ workout. You know, so um, we really and, and you, you know we really don't have any any competitors because it's a lot, man. Like a lot of people try this, they look they look at it like they can make a couple quick bucks or whatever, but it's a lot of work that go into it. And I just feel right. like me and my partner, we just got we're like the perfect storm. Um, she come from a she ran a tennis academy. She was on the academic side and me, you know, being a trainer, you know, and, and knowing how to like really, you know, develop kids, not just there's a lot of trainers who train kids, train players and they make them sweat. But like I pride myself on really making making kids better and developing so, them. So so let me ask you a question. Then. So you walk into a, um, a young, a young, um, young mother. Uh, or a young father, both maybe both family, um, both parents, maybe just a single family home. What's your pitch? Because I mean, you're because with moms, I can under, I can see them looking at it like, yeah, great, I want my kid to be, um, you know, hopefully he can make it to the NBA. But they also look at it like, hopefully they don't look at it as they're not strong on the the fact that it's going to happen. And they just, they're probably looking at their child as being more well rounded of an of a person. Nah, man, so what's your pitch to them? You walk into there and you tell them like, hey, listen, we're we're this is what we do. Like, what's your pitch to them to make them like, hey, I right, we you should look at look at this organization. This this So so first, man, like it, it's not like that no more. Like okay. you know, like these these kids are LeBron babies. You know what I'm saying? And and what I mean by that is, you know, we all watch LeBron go from, you know, this 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 poor this poor kid from Akron who signed for a hundred million and was riding around in Hummers, right? So these are essentially his kids. Like the parents today, they push their kids hard. Like they, like you said, um, you know, they kind of come into a hopeful, like, I hope he make it not like everybody kind of, a lot of these parents today, you know, they, they not like that basketball parents, moms, single moms, moms and dads, dads alone. They all, they go hard. You know what I'm saying? They go super hard. So I think like when they, when they find out about the opportunity of our school, a lot of people, man, like we really don't got to recruit too heavy. We really, we really just do, um, you know, background checks on the, on the family, on the kids or whatever, and the families to find out if it's a fit. Because there's a lot of kids that play basketball, but the workload that we we give out daily or weekly, I should say, is um, you got to really love this, man. You got to really love love the game. You got to really love to develop. You got to really understand, you know, this is what it's gonna take to to go to the next level. So we don't really get um, you know, those type of families that are like, I don't know. We get a lot of people that's like, yo, listen, we want our kid here because for one, I, you know, I, the big, the biggest piece is the basketball piece. They believe in, you know, my work and they believe in them kids, their kids being around a bunch of other high level kids and competing every day and working out and, you know, like rubbing shoulders with, you know, the other elite kids in the country or, you know, at least in this region. So I think that's, you know, that's one of the things that, that is the biggest selling point more than anything else. So describe the typical day of a student, like what he, from the time he get up, he or she get up and from the time, the end of the day, like what, how does that roll? How does that roll? All right, so um, they walk through our doors, you know, anywhere between 7.30 and, and 7.50. Um, first thing they do is before they even enter is they hand over their phones. Oh, so they wow. hand over the, they hand over their phones at the door. Um, you know, we got somebody that collects the phones. They they hand over their phones. Um, no they go to the, man. 
No, no, no. Yeah, phone. no. It, 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 it's really just like we just know like the phone piece is the distraction, you know. So and we just take we take that right away, so they could be locked in. Um, okay. so, so hold we on, take they, yeah, we, discipline. That's what he's yeah. talking about. Discipline. <laughs> <laughs> so we take we take their phones. We take their phones right away. Um, and I, you know, just uh, everybody got a different schedule, but one kid. I mean, I'm gonna just say one kid. Like he hands in his phone, go to his locker. He might go to math class first period. Next period, he could be on a court with me working on a skill workout, doing a skill workout with maybe eight or nine other kids. Um, from there, he could go to um, strength. From there, he could go back to the class, maybe for ELA, language arts, um, have lunch, then go to a speed workout, um, then science, um, a history, and then he'll finish off um, – on the court again for maybe an IQ workout. So, and that day he got an IQ workout on the court, which is very similar to like a high level high school college practice, maybe working on, you know, effectively running a pick and roll, how to read a, read a, um, read a help side defense, how to read a uh, offense. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different things on that, on that level. Right. And then, um, they got a skill workout, working on ball handling, working on shooting, working on creating your own shot, um, defensive movement, you know, how to probably slide your feet, how to get over screens, how to, you know, open up on certain situations, doing things like that, working on their skill set. And then they got a strength workout and they got a speed workout. They got all of that and they got the core subjects in throughout the day. Wow. Oh, wow. So they got four, essentially got four classes and they got um, four academics. We also offer an elective class, which is called more than an athlete where we, we provide them with um, social media marketing, how to, you know, market yourself on social media, um, accounting, um, financial literacy, um, nutrition. Um, you know, so they, like they made, they learned, they learned in our nutrition class this year, they learned how to make a, a vegan Sprite, you know? So they kind of like took out all everything and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did that. Um, they had a financial literacy course, you know, all of our kids, they could do your taxes if you need them to do it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they so learned yeah, about real estate, got, all of that. So you got a good thing going on for us, breaking it down and getting them ready, not just for college, not just for basketball, but for the real world, for the real world. Yeah. I, my, my whole thing was just to give them things that, um, schools don't give you, you know, like, I feel like we should have all learned that in school, you know, that's things that we should have learned. You know, we should have learned about our credit. You know, like I went to school and um, I stepped on campus my freshman year and a bunch of banks was out there like, yo, yeah, I got your credit you know, immediately. Got a yeah. I got a car. 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 I took I signed up for everything. <laughs> yeah, and they Yo, yeah, I signed up for everything. Like I was signing, like, yo, give me that. I'm going to buy throwback jerseys. Question, man. So yeah. do you get pushback from other schools like in your area because of the, the formula that you have? And then talk about do you guys have expansion plans? through the grades that you currently have? Um, 
so again, we're a private sector. A lot of people don't understand our school. You know what I mean? So it's hard to push back when they really don't understand. Um, we've had kids transfer in from other private schools and they call in trying to figure out where the hell they kid went and they keep asking the same questions. But I don't understand. Y'all a school? Like, it's a basketball workout. It's a team. They don't look at the educational piece. Nah. They look at, like, yeah. it's just a basketball school. So that's the that's the whole thing with, um, you know, like, when families like myself was homeschooling my son back in the day, everybody always said the same thing. Like, oh, he just home all day, you know, just working out, you know. He don't go to school, you know. And, and that, you know, the kids will tell you, it's probably the hardest shit ever because socially you're not really around your friends. You, you can't goof around because you just you and the computer, you and your parent or you and a tutor. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was a lot harder. It's a lot harder on that kid. They really got to work and they get more done. You know what I'm saying? They get more done in the day because it ain't nobody else slowing them down. So um, that's just the mindset that, you know, people had to evolve from understanding that, like, you know, it is academic based and it is strong academics. Oh, I found that out for the last two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And COVID, bro. <laughs> yeah, COVID helped. COVID, and that's why my school, like, that's that's another thing that kind of helped my school. Like, people wasn't really open to the idea, but COVID, I, like I said, I did this two years prior to COVID. And um, after COVID, people was more like, oh, you know, like, I, you know, we did the virtual, we did the homeschool, and although we now got, we got teachers in our school teaching, um, we're not, just, you know, this year, we because of COVID, we had to be online-based. So we had a, a two a instructor come in and work with the kids every day. Um, but we wasn't it wasn't a certified teacher, whereas this year we got certified teachers. So do you guys expansion plans on? Yeah, the, yeah the expansion is um, we, we got a girls' basketball academy that's starting this year. So last year we had five girls um, amongst our 25 boys. And now we we opened it up to have a, a girl sector, you know, for girls. We plan on adding football and a couple other sports in a, in a in a future next year. Oh, the football joint gonna be big. So now you can, yeah 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 that's gonna be big. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, what were some of the uh, challenges that you faced, you know, when you was laying down like the foundation from you know starting the you know, the school, the blueprint for the school. Um, I think the, the biggest thing is just understanding, like, you know, like you could, um, you know, how most people could pass out flyers. They could, you know, we even, we have phone calls, interviews, but nobody understands it until they come in. So it's a lot of tedious work of, you know, having to show people to school and walk them through the day. Cause like, even I'm explaining it to you, you can envision it, but it's really not as clear as it should be until you see it. When you see it, because like I said, no other school is doing it. So when you see it, then it's like, uh, I get it. It, it. If you was a college athlete, you know, it's almost like how you had, you might have had two classes, then you might have had film, you might have had weight room, you might have individual workouts or whatever it is, weight room, things like that. And you on that type of, you know, time management schedule. That's what our kids are on. So we, we work on their time management skills too. They have zero time to kind of like, you know, fool around besides lunch. Yeah, they getting right to it, but that's but that's what they signed up for. They um they are kids, but they they signed up to be elite level athletes and players. And um, you know, the good thing about 
what we what we've done. They've seen kids before them come and do it, and they've seen a success that you know they these kids have had going through it. Man, listen, Tariq, man, this is great. I have a hard time wrapping my head around a, a school um, or an academy. Well, you all you gotta do is work on your future profession. Yeah. Otherwise, I ain't gonna be allowed. I would not be sitting at this table right here at all if I could have just did that. Like if I could just, just if I would grew up in this generation, I could just be like, listen, I'm gonna do this. I ain't gotta yeah. do nothing else. This one will work on. This one, I'm gonna be like, Ma, I'm gone, and I'm out there. I'm training That's and crazy, I'm working because I, to me, I love the grind. The grind to yeah. me was just as just as deep as the actual game. It's like I I get out here because I'm competitive, so I'm gonna compete in 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 all aspects, in practice, everything else. So the fact that I can do just that, I ain't got risk injuries, I ain't got risk any other issues. I can just focus on this right here and prepare my body, and my mind for trying to be a professional, and utilize the skill sets you guys are developing so we can become professionals and be smart at business as we move forward. Man, listen, man, I'm, I'm wrapping my head around this. This this should have been like 30 years ago. Man. This should have been out there 30 years. This type of blueprint, yeah, I couldn't imagine it. Well, it, it's own. hard, man, because um, I think like you know, like it's been out there for tennis. It's been out there for some other sports, yeah. but like you know, the sport where it's like you know, majority is African Americans. Yep. They're not gonna tell you, you know, like they're not gonna they, they. That's not what they want. Yeah. You know nope. what I'm saying? So. Um, and I saw I think, a doc on, on, on a tennis academy that was out in Canada that had Andre Agassi, Steffi Graf, had all the top talent. Exactly. Dude had exactly. everybody. Yeah. 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 That's how that's how it go. But they, you know, it's just different. So, you know, me being a, you know, a black man and, um, you know, understanding what we go through, I think it's important that we, you know, educate our kids differently. That's the whole mission is changing how we educate student athletes. Yep. Yeah, bro. That's still there? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just changing how we educate student athletes is the the whole mission. I, I don't. I I went to school and pe- teachers used to tell tell all of us, all my friends, like, "What you want to be?" And they say, "Oh, I want to be a basketball player." Ah, you can't be a basketball player. <laughs> Do something else. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And it's like, <laughs> like you, it's, it's one, it's a one percent chance you can make it. And now, you know, like, it's a, it's just, it's different. It's a different time. And although the odds are still the same, um, we do understand what it takes. You know what I'm saying? And before we really didn't know, but now we do understand what it takes. And, you know, like I just want to give kids the chance to, you know, go after their goals. But at the same time, we use that to also educate them on real life lessons that they need to they need to know that they won't learn in traditional schools. Yeah. Everything, too, just like the NBA is the NBA. All, right. Like, there's nah. a lot of cats make a ton of money overseas getting exposure to other countries that they never probably thought they would go to another country. Man, like, it's, like basketball is big now. It's global. Man, maybe, maybe the, you know, maybe a kid aspires to be an NBA player and um, he goes to college and, um, you know, he realizes, yo, man, my teammate, he's just on a different level. You know what I'm saying? I ain't an NBA player, yeah. but, you know, I still want to be a part of the game. I don't want to play overseas. Coach. I'm going to be an agent. I'm going to be an agent. I'm going to be a coach. I'm a, like we we have those type of events at our school where we 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 have career days that are in the sports what world that they stay yep. they stay involved. You know what I mean? Like they stay connected to that. So that's one of our you know it's just a bunch of different things that we do to kind of open their minds. And we use basketball and we use 
um, what they want, their goals, to kind of like get their attention. Yeah, we we had a question about recruiting and tries to anywhere. I ain't asking you that one. I want to ask you this: the NIL. How are you guys are yeah. using that to incorporate that in what you're doing in your organization? Um, you just saw a kid just signed for a million dollars, sixteen years old. He's going to play for the overtime elite. I think it's overtime elite league or yeah, yeah. elite team for for a million dollars. He wants to be a professional. He doesn't want to go the college route. You guys know now. You talk about you talked about recruitment getting you guys scholarships and to the different um, programs, but now with the NIL, how are you guys utilizing that? And so, so that's so that say it again. So I, no, so I, I, one thing I'll say is um, that's something that we worked on. We talked about a lot last year: image and likeness, right? You know, building their you know building their brands. That's, every kid in our academy is a brand. Um, we had two young ladies. They actually are twin sisters. They call twin backcourt on social media. Um, they actually have probably about 20 division one high major scholarships and they were eighth graders a couple months ago at my school. Wow. Oh, and wow. they, they have like, you know, everybody, you know, high majors, they Rutgers, everything. They have everything, Miami, um, all of that. So, um, and we talked and they, they actually got a good brand going and they got, you know, camera crews that follow them and different things. Right, and, right. Um, a, lot, a lot of people, you know, is, you know, we old school in our thinking like, ah, man, they don't, it's too much. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, man. Like, that's where the, the world is trending digitally. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. if they don't see it, they don't believe it. Exactly. If they don't see it, it didn't happen. Exactly. You get me? So so you could be the nicest thing in, in South Carolina or New Jersey, but, like, if people don't see it and they don't right. continue seeing it, yeah. and believe it or not, it's more players that's out here, they just visible. They're not even good. They're just visible. <laughs> and it's like, you keep seeing them, it's like the radio stage. You keep hearing the song when you first hear it. You're like, this shit trash. But you keep hearing it. You start, you catch yourself singing it. You're like, hey, why am I singing this? Get that hook. Like, Get that like, hook. I, 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 yeah. I don't want to put nobody's son on blast. But, no, but, that's, but, that's, but that's keto. So so how do you guys monetize that? Because you, you got you got sixth to eighth graders, right? And, and that's the beginning essence of it. You know, like right then and there, like, hey, right now we got to – because you're gonna have a, you eventually you're gonna have a player to come to you and say, you know what, I ain't going to college. I'm trying to go to these one of these leagues, professional leagues out here. It's gonna pay me a million dollars. How can I develop that buzz so I get to that point and develop my game and the buzz at the same time so I can get there and and make that type of money? So again, um, that's something that we do have in place, and mm-hmm. we we talked about it. Um, my partner, she's actually a marketing major. Um, and she talk, you know, she helps them a lot with, with their brand. She did a wonderful job for her son. Um, he's actually one of the top kids in the country, high school wise. And he has a, a big following on social media and all of that. But, um, we also have a kid that came to us our first year who was offered already, you know, by the overtime elite, you know, league or whatever. So, um, we're, we've been in the mix with that already. We, wow. we understand it. And we really want to, you know, we really want to, um, you know, see kids, you know, drive in that direction, whether that's, you know, NBA, NBA, NBA G League, um, you know, select team, um, yeah. overtime league. And you're already, um, talking about, and already teaching financial responsibility. So that, exactly. that all works together. In conjunction. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We have all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tariq, who you like in the finals? Say that again. 
Who do you like in the finals? I mean, I, I like. You got to ask the basketball question. We're going to get off. I like. I like. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I like Holiday. I, I would like to see my guy Holiday, like, get one. Well, can you call really him and tell us to show up? Can you tell him yeah, to show up? Yeah, I know, up, man. I know. He's your guy. Know. Can you call him and tell him to show up? He yeah. point saving. Yeah, nah, I know, man. <laughs> In and out. Middleton as well. But um, now I want CP3, man. I think it'll be good for CP3. You know, everything he's been through in the year he, he's been having, I, I would love to see him get a chip. Definitely. Ah, sure. I think Devin Booker, I think Devin Booker is, um, you know, eight in, you know, but I think Devin Booker is definitely, like, special. I think he's he's up next. And he get this early, he get one this early, I think um, it's only up from here. So. so let me ask you this question. We have a big argument about this all the time. What would you do with Giannis? Because... Some of us feel that Giannis is doing what he got to do. He giving you 30. He, the jump shot is not there every night. The three, you know, you know what it is with a jump shot. But he giving you 35, 40 points. He giving you the rebounds. What would you do with Giannis? Oh, you just leave him alone and let him continue to what he's doing? And Because 40 points is 40 points. You know what I'm saying? Whether you get it riding a walk and 40 points is 40 points. Hold on. And, and remember now, Giannis is 26. Tyree, you got a 26 athlete who can be special. What would you do with yeah. the talent? I mean, the I, I think that I think that, I think it's simple. I think like the the next thing for him is like he probably gonna come back and he gonna show you know improve. I think like shooting is gonna be the next thing. They try. They Jason Kidd was the coach. Jason Kidd started him at the point guard position. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah, he's versatile enough. Like I, you know, I didn't really like him there. He, he's not a point. It was just playing with it, you know, whatever. But um, he versatile enough to do so many different things. Um, I think he's gonna be okay. Just, he needs to get a jump shot. You get a jumper, then it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly. You get a consistent jumper, knock down free throws. Um, you know, tighten up on his handle a little bit. It'd be straight. So, what, what do you think about Devin Booker? Right, like a lot of people now are talking about Kobe. Modeling his game after Kobe. Kobe is his mentor. He idolized Kobe. What do you think that can take Booker to the next level? I don't know. I I, I just think it's gonna come with experience. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all I think it is. Like I, he ain't been in the league, you know, five six years yet. Like he he's still young. He real young. You know what I mean? So I think um, it he just like he get this chip right now. He learning from CP3. I think like. It's gonna be up. Like he he gonna have it. He's not Kobe. Um he got some some similar, you know, yeah, some similar, he got similar moves and things like that, but like he ain't that. You know what I'm saying? Like but he could be a high level. Yeah, he could be a high level. We just do that. We we always looking for the next something. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a we, lot of pressure. Dude. Chris Paul went from a couple years ago, yo, Chris Paul done, Chris Paul <laughs> tried. Chris Paul <laughs> Yo, he he had a, a good series. Oh, I think Chris Paul the greatest point guard ever. And he better than Magic. Yo, Trey Young. Trey Young had a good series. They said, yo, Trey Young better than Kyrie. Trey Young, like, come on. Like, why we move like this? Like, Yeah, we do so- have this prison up in the moment. We are a prison yes. in the moment society now. Like, everything's got to be, he's got to be the greatest person in life. Exactly. He's got to be the greatest player ever. It's like, bro, chill. He had a yeah, good series. It was a favorite matchup. Yeah, he had a good he had a good series. He he did what he was supposed to do. Most of the time he did what he's been doing all year. 
Yeah. And then everybody yeah. jumped, oh, I think he's better than Kyrie. He's the best point guard. It's like, chill out, man. The best point guard. If CP3 wins this title, where would you rank him in your top? It, would he be top five now? Or he's still outside the top five? Point guard. I feel like this. If he wasn't top five, if he wasn't top five before he got, like right now, if you don't feel like he's top five right now, there's no way you're going to say he's top five because he won a chip. But saying, do you, you. So you think Chris Paul is top five right now? I don't. I don't point think guard? he's top five. Guard? I, I, I don't think so. Because it's like not, no chip or just in general. I just you know nobody never said this before. Right. No, like we ain't start hearing this until like a la- the last month or so. <laughs> so like, like you, you, like nobody really had this argument. Like Chris Paul, top five point guard. All time, is he one of the best of all time? Yes, but I just think that is like we we can't just like overlook all these people who put in years upon years of work, and he had a great career. But I don't know, man. I don't know top five. I don't know. Give me your top five know. point guards then. It, I don't put me on the spot right now, man. <laughs> nah, I mean, we ain't got to do all that, man. We ain't got to do no top five point guards. <laughs> We got we, we understand what you're saying. It's a lot, man. I, I'm gonna miss somebody. I'm gonna be mad. Nah, so like, you know, nah, nah, like nah, that. nah. We gotta do all that. We, and we understand because listen, at the end of the day, everybody's trying to put CP3 as a top five player. I mean, top five point guard. And you got you got you got to move over Stockton. You got to move over Magic. You got to move over Isaiah. You got it's a lot of guards, and it's and, and it's really a generational thing because generation yeah. before that gonna be like, nah, you got to talk about. Anybody else? Like, you know what I mean? Oscar Robinson, Kuz, anybody. All the, anybody going to have yeah. Nate, yeah. Nate, Nate Archibald, they're going to be like anybody. They go, everybody going to have their own he, thing. He, he definitely he top five team. of his generation of the last of the last 15 years. I could say that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, this Yeah, last 15, 20 years, I, I could give him top five. But all the time, man, that's tough. Like, <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> hey, Rick, Rick, you really didn't want to answer that one, boy. Yeah, that's that tough. One, you ducked that, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a two part question, right? Ah, yeah. Because man, the guys kind of went on 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 this one, but I'm gonna ask you first. The first one is gonna be a part two. What is it like coaching your son and watch him go through the recruiting process? And then once you answer that, what you felt about uh, the other day when LeBron's son was playing and and put yourself in that position? You hit an announcer. What he said. You know what I'm saying? If you was in LeBron's shoes, do you handle that after the game? Or do you handle that? Man, man, some guys at work was having this conversation. Or do you handle that at the moment he did? Or should he should have waited? You know what I'm saying? At halftime or after the game to have that conversation with that. Or you just say, take down a mental note and be like, all right, what's his name? Make sure he don't rough no games no more. <laughs> but just how you say So those two points. Announce games. Yes. Announce um, games. I think that I think that um, I, let me. Can I answer the LeBron question first? Yeah, go ahead. All right, all right. So, I think LeBron had to do that. You know what I'm saying? I think that as a father, he had to do that because of you know the situation my man put him in. Yeah, the situation that my man put him in by saying to him, um, saying you know he's only getting the calls because of his dad. So I mean, I was like. Him being at the game, him being there, his son already dealt with a lot of pressure and a lot of stuff, and and it's a lot of things being said, you know, about his son off the top. People don't feel like 
the kid is as good as advertised. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, they don't feel like it's conversation. It, yeah. Yeah, they don't I, feel I don't like think either, but that goes to the question you were saying early with like people if you putting it in your face. Cause it have other people on that team better than him. But no, nah, stick to your comments. Stick to what you were saying. <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, I think you have I mean, I like I I don't I didn't see his team. I kind of like just evaluate him based on me what I see him and what guys like itself is when they say top 25 guys, top 50 guys, what they look like. You know what I'm saying? And I it's a bunch of it's a bunch of funny stuff going on. And this is the generation of NBA names. So like if your your brother and your father, you know, played in the NBA, you know, your grandfather, then you kind of getting a nod to be next, up next, right? But I just look at it like this. If Bronny was from my neighborhood from Patterson, you know, he was a little dirty kid running around Patterson, right? Like, <laughs> Like keep it like keep it real. Like he had no, maybe he was LeBron, uh, you know, uh, mistress son. You know, he had a, he had a, a chick on his side. He, he, he's coming up. You know what I'm saying? And people walked in the neighborhood and they saw him. They'd be like, "Oh, kid could play. He good. He average. You know, he like average. He you know, let's, yeah, we 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 gonna work with him. Yeah. But they wouldn't be saying, "Yo, he gonna be a number one draft pick. He gonna be this. He gonna be that." But it's about what we talked about earlier, the digital. Right. It's about the push. You keep seeing it. You believe it. And then you got the whole world who don't really know the basketball side. They like, it's LeBron's son. He got to make it. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan kids at that time was in this era. Yep. They would have been crazy. Mm-hmm. They'd have been crazy in this era. And they was hoopers. They really cool. Mm-hmm. They would have been crazy in this era just because of what social media, what social media does. So um, I think LeBron, he had to kind of step to my man and, you know, and he was in his hood. He was in his own hood. But do you do it right? But do but the second part of that question, do you do it right then and there? You stop the game. Because he like stopped the game. Or do you wait? He had to. Huh? He had to? He 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 had to. He he Yeah, he had to do it though. Like he had to do it. Okay. So talk about the recruiting. He had process. to. Oh, oh, I feel like he had to. Um, he had so much coaching. You think that like it, it's all about? It's all about. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, we listen. Say it again. Go ahead, we listen. No, no, talk about coaching your son. Coaching. Your son. Okay, my fault. My fault. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. Like, I got you. I got you. So, um, coaching my son was, you know, early on it was like you know the bond we built a great bond. Um, you know, it was fun, you know, having my, my son with me every day, teaching him the game here around me, training up and coming NBA players that him or I didn't even know was going to be, you know, NBA players and things like that. And he learned a lot, you know, got a lot of good friendships out of that and relationships out of that. And, um, you know, as they get older, like anybody would tell you, man, that shit becomes like really, really hard. You know, it becomes a strain on a relationship. It becomes um, tough because, you you know them better than anybody. Your expectations are just different, um, and sometimes they like they go through things. They go through things in the house with you, and they they bring that shit to the workout. They bring that shit to the court. So you know separate. what I'm saying? They, they just separate home. Yeah, they can't separate. They can't. They just hear you too much. They block, yeah, you, they out. block you out. You know what I'm saying? Me and a me and a parent was talking about that today. Um, you know, so like I I started recently as of uh, eighth grade when he's in eighth grade. Last year, I started outsourcing all the work. You know what I mean? So I'm just kind of the guy that, like, we get shots up together. Right. Um, you know, like, we talk we talk about, we watch game film. We talk about what's going on. But, like, I ain't the guy that, 
you know, is in a gym. Like the other day, his trainer couldn't make it. Uh, he actually works out with, he's been working out recently with Andre Barrett. Andre Barrett played at Seton Hall, played for the Houston Rockets, played for the, the Knicks, played in the NBA for a while or whatever, a long time. Um, you know, 5'8", guard, crafty, shoot it, you know, really mix it up. Right. And um, he's been like teaching my son. And he say the same things I say. You know what I'm saying? But it's, but it's a different reaction. It's a different, trust me, it's a different reaction. Say the same thing, and somebody he else say the same. Take it to heart. Bro, but it's a different voice. Bro, he yeah. say the same thing, like yeah. the same thing. It, it's crazy, man. Yes, yes. I used to work with all these guys who, you know, high major college players and NBA players, right? And they dads was basketball guys, knowledgeable basketball parents, you know, who actually coach, train, whatever. And I used to be like, yo, why are you bringing them to me? You know what I'm saying? Like. He is dad. Like, I, I would never have to do that. You know what I mean? Yep. And they'd be like, nah, man, I, he don't listen. Right. And I used to look at my son like, nah, my son always going to listen, man. Like, what well, they do that when boy, they're younger, right? right? Everything you say is like God. Yes, they listen to everything, bro. And after a while, like, my son has seen me in the gym with He done seen future Hall of Famers listen to me. That shit don't mean nothing to him. Let me ask this question. How, how, was you with your, how was you with your dad? How was you with your, as far as training wise? My dad, my dad was like a uh, street dude and he was into boxing. So he used to work me out boxing wise. So I, you know what I mean? Like I listened, you know what I'm saying? But that was like, it wasn't a lot of time doing, you know what I mean? It wasn't an everyday gotcha. thing. Gotcha. It wasn't gotcha. an everyday gotcha. thing. So Cause, cause, I mean, I'm present every day. I, I look at it like this. I mean, I figure like if with your relationship with your kid, if at one point the mess is going to get a little dry, he's going to get tired of kind of hearing you complain and then, and then you're not if you're not separating that from home, yeah, and you bring that in the house too, and y'all watching film together, it's gonna basically be like, listen, man, like, yo, nah, man, nah, 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 nah. I'm at so, home, so, I don't want to hear it. So you, so I learned to like, I've learned through the years to like, not speak about certain things after a certain point, right? You get me? But it's kind of hard because that's how it's my basketball is my life is his life, right. you know what I mean? So we talk, we talk a lot about certain things, but you know when I get the. I get all ears and all eyes. Right. But shit ain't going right. But shit ain't going right. right. <laughs> it's like, yo, like what I got to do? Like talk to me. You know right. what I'm saying? So so it's one of those it's, it's one of those situations, man, but um right. I enjoy the process, you know what I mean? Like I you know, it's a, we put in a lot of work. I mean, he's on a good journey, he's trending in the right direction. That's dope, man. Um he got, you know, about seven Division One offers right now. That's great. I mean, we oh, actually planning a lot period as we is, speak. Is Alabama State University one of those offers? Say that again. Alabama State University is that one of those? Not, offers? N- not yet. I, I, I wouldn't mind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we go. We go. I'm gonna put the word state, in. Dog. I'm gonna put the word in. Make sure it works out. We're gonna get. We're gonna get him We're gonna get him down here with Mo. We're gonna get him down. He was actually invited to Norfolk State. Um, okay. Elite camp that's coming up. So. Um, we go in there. We go in there. Once we done with the live period, so like the twenty eighth or 29th, we go into that to that camp or whatever. And you know, allegedly, you know, I was told like you know they offer on a spot, so he'll be offered there. I, I'm I'm all for the MEAC schools, man. I'm all for not even black HBCUs. Um, not not just MEAC, but HBCUs, man. Yeah. I think that more of our kids to go that that route and build our schools back up. Absolutely. Yes, I was about to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get you out of here, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, and you just said you put it, you just put it out there. Your thoughts on like building those schools. Like, give me your thoughts on that. Like, sending those D one athletes back to the HBCUs they were previously in the '60s 
and sometimes in the 70s and they pull in and, and the previous times before that get your thoughts on like like how can we get that back going and and get that talent back because you're around talent all the time how can we well get I, I just think that use? i think that um the relationships got to open back up i think like sometimes some of those coaches from what i know from you know experience um they kind of look at certain kids like man that kid ain't coming i'm not wasting my time recruiting you know what i'm saying but I think that, like, if we could change the narrative um, and get – I mean, we we had the kid, um, you know, Maker, you know, he went to Howard last year, and I thought that was a positive move. Um, you had the kid, Mikey Williams, talk about, you know, you know, he wanted to seriously go to HBCU and things like that. But we kind of need a, a group of kids. We need a new Fab Five, you know what I'm saying? We need a Fab Five movement to really, like, get that – get that popping. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the, that's the way um, we really get that back. But also those coaches got to tap in. They got to recruit. And I think like the AAU coaches, high school coaches that, you know, involved, they got to kind of, you know, respect that. And I I just think we just got to build our own communities back up. We got to send our kids, you know, push our kids that route. And the thing about it is, you know, you're going to make the tournament. If you get, if you go there, it's a great chance. You're going to make the tournament. And, they already play a, a crazy non-conference schedule because they want the money. Yeah. So you can play North Carolina. <laughs> you can play all those schools. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you go there with the right crew, like, and, and basketball ain't the same no more anyway. Like, it ain't like high majors just blow people out. Yeah. Exactly. Like, high majors is losing the low majors and mid-majors left and right. So um, it ain't like you're going there and you're going to just get smoked every night. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Because everybody, like, everybody you, on TV now. Everybody on TV Everybody on TV and recruiting. I just think recruiting is not. I don't think people doing a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, like rankings and and all this other shit has played a major part. Coaches are a little bit lazy because of you know they see everything on the phone and they looking at that shit like, oh yeah, he good. I'll offer him. Hey, nah, he not good. You losing your job. He transferred after one year, and now a kid, a coach that had to do his work because he not gonna get the the popular kid. He got a Damian Lillard, you know what I'm saying? CJ McCollum. Yep. And and they winning. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They beating y'all. So I think um you got a chance, man, if you do it the right way. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Like we, we truly thank you for jumping on the show, man. Give us all your your website. Oh, let me ask you one question. Let me ask one question before we get out of here. Yeah. One more question. Got you. All right. So you saw what's in, what's the school? Sierra Leone. Well, Bronny plays that, right? Sierra Canyon, yeah, yeah. Sierra Canyon, excuse me. That's 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 a African culture, sorry. That's African that's African culture. Hold on. So I didn't get it all wrong. I was a silly Canyon. Diamonds. Blood on blood. Blood blood diamonds. Anyway. Um so you watching it, you watching all that talent going and they they got a kid named, I think it's Amari Baby. Amazing oh. talent. Oh, I know where you're going. Yeah, all right. You know where I'm going. <laughs> so one of your players is a big time talent that you at at and um and a and a famous rapper keeps coming to the games. And then out of nowhere he's dating the moms. How you deal with those type of situations, those high profile situations that go on in your organization, being that you have like a player like that, because you never know, man. Listen, you got you you spending nine through twelve. Drake may come looking for another uh uh, potential mom or to be a stepfather too. Like, how do you deal? How do you deal with those situations, knowing that you may have this high-profile talent coming to your organization, coming to your school, watching the games, 
um, and dealing with those situations. So how do you guys deal with that type of situation, knowing that hey, it it, it can come down your um your your alley really soon? My first answer, I got I can't really spit my first answer at you. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Go ahead and let it out. Listen, this, we are we are we're no PG here. Yo, let it out. Yo, like, man. Drake. Drake yo. All, everybody feel like Drake came there for a. Reason. Basketball game, and I and I no saw, no no. I listen, mom, listen. I saw dude, mom. I said, like, "Oh wow." Hey, <laughs> so I'm not. Uh, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put this on Drake to say like he was fishing like that. But he may have been fishing. It's hard to go without. You know what I mean? Notice. You know what I mean? She's, like, yeah. I see. Yeah, it. I see cool. like, she didn't I call. See and then I looked, yeah, I looked so, at that on her Instagram. Bro. I said, "Damn, cold, bro." So I no. Like, so I, I, I knew. Why. Hey, but, but so listen. I seen her. I seen her years ago. She had a. She was on a, a part of a documentary, like it was called Chicago Moms or Chicago Ballers or some something like that, and they was like um, talking about three or four Chicago kids, you know, young seventh eighth graders, like and they every day. He's working for Chicago, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, she was up there. Everybody was going crazy, like on Facebook, <laughs> like back in the day. Yeah, like, damn, like it was everybody's show because I heard. So right. when I seen Drake at the game. All the memes was going around. Me and my friends was like, man, he gonna he gonna pull her. He gonna, he gonna pull her. Like, it's going down. Right time, though. She wanted to be seen. We're sitting next to each other. Yeah. We're sitting hey, next but, to each other. But you know how it be at them AU tournaments, bro. You already yeah, know no, it's crazy. how it be at those AU tournaments. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, like I, I, how, I, how, I, you, how would you deal with that type of situation for yourself and your, your organization? I'm the I'm the coach. Coach, yeah. you the you you the man of the, I mean, it's you, your coach, your well, what team. You, well, what, but what can I say though? Like, I, I mean, can't say nothing. I mean, you gonna be like, are you gonna be like, how you, uh, if that type? It's of, not a distraction though. It could be. No, Sierra King is is like the richest, one of the richest schools. They everybody can't well, go I'm there. Talking, I'm talking about you, like your organization. You have somebody come through. You have a type of talent playing on your team, and that mom's is uh, is it like this hey. mom? Yeah, or since it's the narrative, how do you deal with that whole the high profile talent being around you? Being that it, it can change the way your team performs, it can change the way different things happen. I mean, it can be it could be a lot of different association things to it. Like, so you, you so you're just talking about the talent, you're not talking about the Drake situation. I mean, the Drake situation. So, I just put that as an example. Okay, but in, so the, the, general, the talent. I mean, the, of, the you talent. You just got to you just got to be able to manage. You just got to be able to manage it. And uh, get everybody to kind of buy in. You know what I'm saying? It's always going to, regardless of how much talent you got, um, most teams always got a guy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you just got to identify roles and, and and get kids to buy in. You know what I'm saying? And and everybody going to have their day. So, you know, if you if you could kind of, like, get that going and get kids to buy in. And actually, believe it or not, we had um, some of our best kids from our academy the first year, which was two years ago, three years ago. Um, go to Europe and we had to kind of get them to like buy in over like the course of like 16 games for us to win a championship. We wound up doing that. And it's like, everybody want to be the guy every night and you just got to get them to buy in. Like, look, one day it might be you. The next day it might be you. So like, I, I think, I think they do it. They used to it. They used to that. The, the, the talent level being high there and getting a lot of, you know, high profile kids right. as well as getting a lot of exposure so I think that's um that's a situation that they they good at doing that. I'm I've had experience doing that, you know, coaching and assistant coaching right. high level teams. You know, I was once 
was a part of a my high school alma mater was the number two team in the country, and I had the head coach, which was my coach in high school. He allowed me to coach them um, in the off season, so summer leagues, fall leagues, and believe it or not, the NBA players on that team and all that. And you got to get them to like buy into the fact that like, yo, yeah, you one of the top kids in the country, but we playing as a team right now. I can't just let you just go haywire. You know what I mean? So let me ask one you, of those. Let me ask quick another follow up question. So even the AAU market. So so it's a kid right now that's, that that is getting a lot of attention. And I think it's like his name is Hansel Emmanuel, the kid that that plays. He only has one. He only plays with one arm. He only has one arm, right? He doesn't have a left arm. His left arm been amputated. He has the right arm. He plays it and he plays with that. Yeah, I know. Just that kid alone. Like when you look at that type of talent, you look at that like. What can he do moving forward? Like, what's your thoughts on that? Like, do you feel like, yo, he's a real pro out there? Because one of my friends who's an AU coach said down in Houston said he thought he was a real pro. Like, he can he can be a pro player. And he said he don't know what level of pro, but he feel like that kid can be a pro player. When you see something like that talent at that level, what can you think of? I mean, yo, I like I, I don't think so. I mean, he got some, he got a lot of shit with him to have one arm. You know, the athleticism, strength. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it. I want to see somebody try to take his arm away from him and see, like, what's gonna happen. But it's like I know they tried that already. Wow. I know they, they they played him to the other hand, but he got ball on the string, and you know he looks so strong, like the way he's taking contact and he's moving around. Like, I don't know. I don't know what. Again, I like just like your man said. I don't know what level of a pro. He could be, and I don't know when that when that becomes a problem for him, or if it becomes a problem. I think we just gotta we gotta see like, you know, how he's recruited, you know, at the next level to go to college. Does somebody take a chance with him? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah. like who would take a chance if, on him? Right. If somebody take a chance on him at a high level college, and he does really really well, because I, I I just somebody told me this morning they got on the Under Armour circuit with him. And they, he's like, yo, maybe about 6'5". You know, I walked past him, he's like 6'4", 6'5". He ain't that big. I thought he was a lot bigger than that. Yeah. I thought he was about 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, so, you know, like, if he if he 6'7", six, 6'8", six, it might be different. But I don't know, man. I, I want to see. I want to see how how it play out. Yeah. I want to see how it play out. But I, I, think, I think for one arm, like, he he, he got he a hell of a player already. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, man, we got stuff with him. So, Tariq, we thank you for jumping on the show, man. Give us all your yeah. school website, Instagram, Facebook, how people can get in touch with you that listening to the show. All right, so um, the website is www.studentathleteacademy.com. Um, that's our website. And Instagram is Student Athlete Academy, NJ, as in New Jersey. Um, you know, that's where you can find us at. And we also have Twitter, Student Athlete Academy, um, NJ as well on Twitter. Awesome, man. Yep, awesome. so that's that's how you can find me. Yep. How far are you from New York, bro? Um, the school is actually about 25 to 28 minutes away from New York City. All right, because I'll be up there all the time, man. I might got to get with you, bro. I got to, you know what I'm saying? I pro- I'm going to be up there for the NBA draft, so... <laughs> Um, no, I'm sorry, I got, uh, he's letting, time he's letting you, you know he's gonna be at the draft. By the way, he's letting you know he's at the draft. Come through, bro. No, shit. If you if, if you had a draft party, you know, stuff, let me know, man. Since I'm up there, I'm gonna reach out. Yeah, I also, 
you know what I'm saying? I'm just on some shit, too, that, you know what I'm saying? The stuff you doing, bro, I like to bring my son up there for a little training, bro. Yeah, yeah, let me know. We can definitely get in it. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? So I got one. Are you, you really coming for the draft, one, though? Which is in Pennsylvania. And you know what I'm saying? I got one, you know, coming up in middle school. So that's why I'm saying, bro, you know, you know, okay. he's doing yeah, the kind of same conversation thing. right there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Resources, right? By networking. Yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah, of course. You ain't working. That's all I'm saying, dog. Awesome. So, this so Reek. Yeah. Talking. So Reek. Keon, you know. Yeah. Know. So Reek. Like, so, so, I know your voice. Like, on a real joint. Yeah, I'm coming I for do. the draft, bro. I'm going to be up there on the draft. That's why I'm, That's why I said uh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Holler at me, man. I'll be around in. Maybe we can hit a drive party. I know a bunch of parties and stuff going on and all I'm that. Hey, Reek, no, Reek, don't take him. I'm definitely going to hit you up. Sure. Hey, Reek, don't take him, Reek. No, nah, no. Take me, bro. Nah, That's what's nah, up, nah. man. That's dope. That's dope. It's good to get y'all together. Reek, I'm definitely going to hit you up, though. I'm going to be up there. Yeah, hey, Reek, yeah. on a serious note, though, I would like to talk to your marketing people. Okay. All right, so, bro, we're going to hey, – um, hey, um, um, because you got your name, you got your son Miles' name up there, yeah. Dante. Yeah. Man, we can give you final words, man, so we can get to get you. So, young, yo, Rick, um, man, yo, Rick, we glad you came out today, man. We appreciate you giving the knowledge about the school, um, letting us know a lot of things that you know that goes on in building a, a school and you know moving forward. And you know, glad for the relationship, you know, with your cousin P and you. You know what I'm yep. saying? Glad for you to come on to our show, and we need to have you back, you know, to give your final thoughts on the finals. And what you got going on throughout the year, you know, to keep up, you know, to keep keep everything moving and keep the relationship. Yeah, man. Anytime, man. This was dope. It was fun. You know, anytime I can come on, I appreciate it. Yeah. And yo, and if you want to bring anybody on, we open to that. Anybody that you know that you want to get, like, yo, this would be a good look for you. you yeah, know, yeah. For the school, if you want to bring one of your board members on, you know, yep. to talk it over with us. Yo, we we open to that too. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm yeah, I got a. Yeah, my board members, um, a lot of them, they they all sharp, man. You'll definitely enjoy a lot of them. They all, you know, powerful in their perspective, craft, and areas. So, um, yeah, man, go to the website. Go to our website, studentathleteacademy.com. Check them out. You know, I can help you We've get anybody on, on there. Let me know. Once again, thank you for joining the show, man. We appreciate no you. No problem. Uh, the knowledge you brought to us today, man, is something we're going to be able to utilize and and at the same time, we want to keep supporting you and supporting your university, uh, or your academy, excuse me, um, and moving forward, man. So whatever you need from us, just let us know. Thanks. I appreciate y'all, man. Love. Right, no doubt, bro. Right, man. All, right. All, right. All, right. All right. All right. Thank you. Take care. All right, fellas, man. That was another, uh, Good show. Good another great show bro. right there. Good information. You know what I mean? We appreciate appreciate having the guests on. Uh, man, you know, we uh, want to give our final thoughts we got here. So I'm going to start with you, Donathan. Okay, I'm still recording. Give your final thoughts before we get out of here, brother. Oh, man. Final thoughts. Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to my man today, getting a uh, street name after him, Bonnie Holiday, a friend of the show. You know, it's a big day for our community, big day for Camden, big day for the black community, you know, who has always came out and supported him and the things that he's done. And just want to, I want to just give him a shout-out. And shout-out to my three boys, my homeboys that I'm working with on the podcast, you know. Got, this, got it on the Zoom, even though we went there today, but got it on the Zoom. And so let's keep this thing moving. And you ain't cut nobody off today from the zone. We might need to keep you on zone. <laughs> growing, bro. We might need to keep you on zone. <laughs> it's growing, though. It's about growing. growing. Yeah, you know. It's growing. Y'all must have cut you off. I don't. I don't slow Even you down. Even though you took two questions today, though. 
Oh, come on. Well, look, I'm hooking you up with the, you know, when he, I'm going to give you the, his information so you can highlight yeah, it. Definitely, you bro, because I, I you know, definitely, I'm being the yeah. same. He's going to be live on the gram. Like, yo, I'm in the, the, the elite <laughs> NBA exclusive with my, with my Argon Brothers shit on, too, bro. Come do y'all. No. Tell me how you feel about making the draft on the Argon Brothers. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, I'm good. That's it. Yeah, bro. It was a good look today, man. And like you said, it's great, great information, man. You know, just like I said, these academies, bro, that's building kids from an athletic standpoint, and they're still getting the education. Like, mm-hmm. that's huge, bro. So, you know, it's definitely a great show, man. It's feel good to be back in the in the building, you know, with my, my crew. And, you know, big things coming, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, another great a great episode. You know what I'm saying? Information. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm going to be in the Grove on Tuesday. Looking forward to seeing my peoples. Holly Grove. I'll be in Holly Grove. Holly Grove. I've been home in two years. So I'm looking forward to going home on Tuesday. So, uh, you know. Another great episode. Good luck. I'll let your boy. Yes, sir. I got mine. JD. Uh, nah, man, you can go ahead. I ain't got nothing to say. Nah, I'm good, bro. We All right, let's go. Everybody good. All right, fellas. All right, D-Spring. Enjoy the crib, bro. No doubt, bro. Yeah, that's a good one, man. We out here. Yeah, yeah, as soon as they let the coops off the truck, they call something. Spent a hundred thousand just to race it. Dealership called us when they made it. Presidential roller in the magic bracelet. Cause she seen it all go down and ain't say shit. She seen it all go down, she ain't say shit. Uh, big deal, watch real, big difference, weight in the field, skinny ties, large wheels, nice crib, worth a couple mil, this ain't no Airbnb, we own a couple of these, overlooking the beach, where we rarely be, up in that bitch, but that bitch is really for me, like your bitch for me, I was meant to be, high as fuck, wearing dickies in my Bentley, bought another chain last night, just to see the diamonds twinkling in the gas station, like, like, Get tried trying to be a light. It's not the rest, it's that jet light.